0: You're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com.
1: Oh, hello, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is completely nude from the waist down, and is currently jacking his boner off with the Infinity Gauntlet. That's Jeff Clark. What's up, what's And beaming to us from behind the San Diego Convention Center, the bearded, booger-eating predator known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Oh, and hey. Alex
2: Wilson is back. What's up, guys? Hey look, it's him. Hello, friend. I'm here. It's really him. In the flesh.
1: It's yeah. Yeah. We're back. Another week has passed. We are a week closer to death.
2: Time has progressed forward.
1: And we are ready to party. The slow crawl of fate. We've all got our Mai Ties except for Shuddy Boy, who is drinking vodka and jizz, as per usual. I've moved on to
3: a beat of amber. Um, you, you're. Did you Ab- already
1: finish your mai tai?
0: Yeah, I crushed it. There's there no vodka nor jizz in what I'm drinking.
3: You are Shut it! You said you were having a, a hipster eight ball or speed ball. His hipster speed ball. Excuse me. Via text, what does that? What does that constitute?
0: Uh, an energy drink and an edible.
2: Nice. Oh. oh. I was See, not picturing that, I guess.
1: Yeah, my, my hipster speedball days were always me when I was unemployed, sitting out on my balcony, smoking weed and drinking coffee.
3: Right, that's what That's what I thought a hipster speedball
0: meant. Nope. It's, it's an it's upper and a downer together.
3: Right. Well, we're saying the same things. You're just going about yeah. it a different way. I don't hate it.
0: Two What's, sides of the same coin, Jeff. Two sides of the same coin.
1: What I meant to say was, uh, I shot some heroin and then smoked crack. <laughs>
0: Uh, So.
1: Uh, oh, you hipster! Yeah, you.
0: the caffeine is already taking effect. Uh, so
1: yeah, you sound just
0: waiting on. You sound like a ball of edible right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, can't uh, can't contain you. Doing push-ups.
0: Yeah, I am. I have been smoking, so I am already a little high. So,
3: can I do a know, little uh, on this? My bad. I'm sorry, Shuddy.
0: So we're on I was just gonna say, so we're all on this trip together. Now, what were you gonna say?
3: What I was gonna ask is if I could do a little snack attack story and do like a commercial for a Long Beach burger spot. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, are
1: are we all getting a share of your kickbacks here? I had He's gonna bring a third of the burger for I you. just I had
3: the most perfectly most well executed cheeseburger possibly in my entire life in Long Beach the other day. The place is called GD Bro Burger I think it stands for Goddamn Bro Burger. I feel like there's a couple people listening to this podcast. I know what I'm talking about. I especially like the bro part. Dude, so they have this (laughs) burger there called a Game Changer. And a Game Changer it is, Kevin. It's got, it's cheeseburger with melted cheese, barbecue teriyaki sauce, crispy bacon, and three mozzarella sticks. Holy fuck. 97. Oh my fucking God, was it Delicious. Three mozzarella sticks. Wow. Three mozzarella sticks. And the mozzarella sticks, like, I feel like usually in that scenario, the mozzarella sticks fuck up the sandwich and they fall out or they don't, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's not executed as well. But this just, they they killed it, man. They, they fucking killed it. They were and gooey
2: enough to stay in there.
3: Yeah. It Sounds all like worked.
2: a Fat Sal's burger. It does sound, that's what I immediately thought of as well as Fat Sal's. Right.
3: They do kind of Fat Sal's style stuff, but... In their own way. On How burgers. big is it
2: compared to something like Fat Sal's? Well, Fat Sal's is subs. Well, they fat have burgers styles. too. I've just never had a burger. Oh, I've yet. never, I've Do never they? even known that. Yeah, yeah they I have thought burgers. Of, they have like burgers and hot dogs, I think, as well.
1: Oh, that must have been ad- added after we stopped going there. Yeah, to me, it was
3: always like sandwiches or I Heroes, hoagies, subs. That's like whatever their main stuff. Yeah, so I never had the burger, but I'm saying GD Bro Burgers, obviously, their main shit's burgers, but fuck. If you guys are in the Long Beach area, check that shit out, Kevin. I'm gonna have to take you sometime. You would love I was it.
1: expecting higher than a 97. I know that's incredibly high, but You're expecting like a 98.5. I mean, you've given 99s before, haven't you? Uh,
3: I did for the peanut butter filled chocolate chip
1: peanut butter chocolate peanut butter cupcake <laughs> that I had once. I couldn't follow what you just said. It was like. I did for the chocolate, peanut butter, chocolate, peanut butter, chip, chocolate, chip, Excuse peanut me. butter, chocolate pit.
3: I gave a 99 <laughs> to the peanut butter filled chocolate peanut butter cupcake. <laughs> I think I got it oh, right Oh, and though. that
1: was the one that you didn't even film yourself eating. No, I You just like myself- cracked the camera and you're like, you're so high. So high. It didn't even look like you had eyeballs. Was- like, you know in the Matrix when they take away Neo's mouth when he's being questioned? Oh, yeah, it's just smooth. Yeah, that was Jeff's eyes. He was just like this eyeless guy. Ghoul going like,
2: oh, his eyelids like blended oh, in. I got to tell you guys,
1: I just had the fucking best cupcake ever. Oh so God. But he didn't film himself eating it. <coughs> I,
3: I I really didn't. I was high or intoxicated upon getting the cupcake. And I knew the cupcake was going to be delicious. But I wasn't in a place like I didn't have my tripod, I didn't have my lighting set up. I was at my brother's, so I wasn't in a place where I expected to film or to record myself with a, with a, a reaction to this cupcake. But it was so fucking good that I had to say something to the Puminati. I just I just had to. It was so good. Anyways, ninety seven for that burger. Um, um. Did you tw- film the burger towards the attack? end? I, no, I didn't. Towards the end, again, uh, again, I was at my brother's. Towards the end, the burger uh, started to fall out a little bit, but the the mozzarella stick was good. the 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 burger fell a little bit, and I'm also leaving a little bit of wiggle room for this place in Redondo Beach that's called that does a burger called. Uh, I don't think they have it at the restaurant, but it's called like the Genghis Khan Burger, and it there's like pulled pork on. Double cheeseburger with like bacon, and it's like a twenty. <laughs> It'll conquer burger. your mouth, dude. It, I, I'm trying to find it real quick. I'm very unhappy. I didn't pull it up right there. But what's the fry situation at both <sighs> this, both these spots? Okay, glad that you asked. The milkshake situation at GD Bro Burger is fucking legendary. They have these crazy like ten or fifteen dollar milkshakes that come in like bigger. Um, like glasses, and yeah. you have to get them when you're there. And they, uh, there's like whole like marshmallows or like candy bars attached like to the like top of the glass on that shit. Yeah, it's it's a it's a badass milkshake. French fries, though they they they've elected to go with shoestring fries, and I'm well on the record of saying shoestring fries are my least favorite French fry. I think they're they are acceptable. If those, that's the only choice. As in, like, GD Bro Burger, all they have is shoestring fries, so like, all right, I'll take them. But if they had anything fucking else, I would have went with that instead.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
3: So the French fries, hey. and I had a Korean barbecue poutine fry. Okay. That, that had, sounds delicious. Yeah. They had bulgogi, um, just melted provolone, I think, pickled pickled onions, uh chives and like korean Holy hot shit. sauce I think. You're f- fucking you're poor arteries. Dude, don't worry about my arteries. They're they're good, homie. And no, they're not. We had the chimchurri fries and truffle truffle aioli fries. All all pretty
0: While we're good. We're talking about fries. Sorry. Yep. Good point. No, go ahead. Well, no, I didn't mean to cut him off. I just I, I was done talking. It. I uh, uh for uh, the newest episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch that we recorded last night, we got fried chicken from KFC. Uh, I just wanted to say that your assessment of their potato wedges is on point. Uh, it was the first time I had them, and they were delicious.
3: Oh, they're legendary. I fucking love the potato they're, wedges at KFC. They're
0: really fucking good.
3: It's surprising. It really it takes you back, especially if you're at... Uh,
2: at, at I don't know. It, it'll take you by surprise. Uh, Well, Alex, oh, yeah. you are here in town. I am here in town. I am in Los Angeles. Doing homo things. Very homoerotic things. Oh, wow. Yeah. You fast with that. Yep. Like going to Comic-Con. Going to Comic-Con, seeing all those people in tight outfits, I guess. It's homoerotic. Did. Did you know
3: Kevin was going to Comic-Con before
2: you were going? Does
3: that do anything, or were you going I, regardless of I his plans? I
2: assumed he was going. Okay. I just always assume Kevin is at least going to go for, like, two days. Yeah. Uh, So I just basically planned on him being there Saturday, Sunday, and hoped he would be there for the rest of it, but he just was there for Friday night to Saturday, Sunday.
1: Yeah, and this year, Comic-Con sort of snuck up on me, and I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't, like when you get when you're a uh when you get a press pass your your comic con account is kind of just you're you're just like in yeah once you're in, you're in so you pretty much just have to go on the website, log into your profile, and click the button
2: and just be like, yeah, especially for you working for such a higher media outlet where it's just like yeah like here's some badges, whatever,
1: yeah, so like my account just has them waiting, I have to sign in and click it. I forgot to sign in and click it. <laughs> so, like, I've just been so goddamn busy that I, I you know, I, I was like, holy shit, Comic-Con's around the corner. So I log into my profile, and the button is grayed out. And it says, the point of contact from your company has to reach out to our organization in order for you to get a press pass. I was like, oh, shit. How long ago was this that you tried this? I forget. Like a month or two ago, maybe? Okay. Yeah, you're kind of close to real a month close. or two.
3: Yeah. For comic, when do you exactly. when you get the when do you get to sign
1: up? I don't, I don't know because I never get. There's never like an an email that goes out and it's like, hey, if you're pressed, click that button now because they're available. Like I never for get an alert. For
2: reference, I got, I signed up for mine like December January. Holy shit! Okay,
1: wow.
3: So wait, is this your first year? or How many years have you been
2: going now? Me, this was my ninth year. Next year is my tenth year. Right. How how the fuck
3: did you get in there in the first
2: place? Uh it's a long story. Uh I when I started going it wasn't impossible to get tickets. Uh you could still get tickets fairly easily uh when I was like 16 years old. So for like the first two or three years of Comic-Con, I just kind of went because it was it was easier to do and then I started getting press badges. Uh and that was how I went and then eventually I had written enough things that they were like, you can have a pro badge, and I was like, yay! Finally, stability. Did either one of you guys watch Shutty Two? Did either one of you guys
3: watch Entourage, the TV show on HBO? No, I've, I feel like I've seen it. Okay, so it was big. I've pro seen most of it. My my group of buddies, my little generation, but for me, that was like the first time I ever saw Comic Con was the Entourage's Comic Con episode. Like, I oh, had yeah. never heard of it before that.
2: I've seen that episode because okay. I.
1: I, my first year was either 2012 or 2013, so your first year was only a couple years before that. So yeah, it, that was right. You must have been right on the cusp of it turning into a shit show. It's
2: qu- quickly ramped up. I remember the first year I went to Comic Con, you could get a badge. I think about, I can't exactly say, but I'd say a few weeks to a month after like it opened up, they sold out quickly. Like within I think the first month. But they didn't sell out within the first 10 minutes. Uh, and then the next year is when that started to happen, I think. But I had snuck in, basically, and started to pre-register at the convention. So I knew I had a badge for next year leaving Comic-Con. Oh. And they don't oh do, I don't yeah, think they, they don't do, do that, that anymore. anymore. Right? But you had to usually get a, I, I would wake up at 5 a.m. one day, go wait in line for the pre-registration <sighs> yeah, for so next year.
1: I hit, up, I hit up one of the guys at Sirius in New York... And was like, hey, I just got this message on my Comic-Con account. I know I'm kind of late. And he wrote back. He was like, oh, my God, dude. I, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think this is going to happen. But I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then a couple hours later, it was like, all right, you're good. You're good. Just go into your email and click the confirmation thing. So I almost, I almost didn't even get to go this year.
3: So you said the first year you went was 2011. But you had known about it for a while because it was the 50th oh, yeah. anniversary this year. So this like, year, how yeah. long has yeah. it been on your radar?
2: I don't know. Me since I was like twelve years old, because I remember that defunct t v network g four would do coverage every year, and I remember being like in Nebraska every summer with nothing to do I'd watch g four all day and i and they would do the comic con coverage and I would be losing my fucking mind.
3: I wonder. How, I'm gonna look up when the Entourage episode is because I feel like it was. I saw it around 2006, 2007. So it's not much longer after you knew about it. I mean,
1: no, and like, and I, I've known about comic book conventions and comic cons and shit. And I think because I was working on that show Geek Time on the Howard Stern channels, and we went to my my first ever convention was New York Comic Con in 2009. Oh, really? Yeah. And that was pretty cool because Geek Time had their own like table, like booth set up, mm-hmm. and the I wasn't a part of the on air shit for this, but they got to they interviewed like Adam West and some toy creators and great,
3: great American.
1: Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. Uh, but th- yeah, this year's it was kind of on the fence because I'm a fucking space cadet, and then I was gonna I was staying with. Alex at the Airbnb. Oh jeez. And then there was just like a huge drama
2: from that. Such a, like the day of. Because a lot of there there were a lot of factors that played into that. One of yeah, which it was a, it was a typical clusterfuck. One of which is that the original Airbnb we intended to stay in uh burnt like down. Yeah, so burnt it was, like down. Yeah. So this it was is, Alex
1: and two of his buddies, and since I'm only going for two nights, they were just like, "All right, well, there's no sense in filling out all the extra paperwork, getting you on for two days." Just, I was just bringing an air mattress. Yeah, and you just crash would there,
2: sleep in the living room, hook up the air mattress, sleep there like a night or two, and it no one would have been anything. It would it just, you weren't there for the whole trip. And they called us, I guess, like a week before we were arriving, and said that like their neighbor's place had burnt down and that it had like severely damaged theirs or at least damaged it enough where the city wouldn't let people stay in it. So they put us up in their house, like their actual house, which was like this super high end condo. um, That was much closer to the convention center, admittedly, which was nice, but they were kind of just, they, they were very by the book. And when we said we needed to add another person, they were yeah, because they were going to be there, so
1: I couldn't just sneak in like yeah, an unmanned Airbnb. I mean, it's their
2: house, their 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 family, their photos are hanging up around the place. Like, they they intended to come home uh, while like they were staying there with us.
3: Yikes! I hate that. I've gotten an Airbnb once, and the person I I got the Airbnb from would like slept on the couch.
2: Well, I'll never get a fucking Airbnb normally, again. Normally, we rent the entire space. Because that's normally like that's an option that you can have of like, hey, I only want apartments I can rent all of. I don't want to rent a room. I,
3: I don't get how anyone would want it differently.
2: Like it's if so I'm going to put my if
3: I'm going to put my air if I'm going to put my apartment out for an Airbnb, I'm not going to stay there. Like that would be ridiculous in my mind. I don't know how anyone's
1: all right with that. Really I, fucking weird.
2: I think <laughs> it is weird as well. But like the entire, so I just normally do like, the entire places, and that was what we originally had. That it was like this entire condo. It was like 500 square feet. It was small, but it was it was what we needed for Comic-Con. That was really it.
1: Yeah, so as I'm driving down, I'm getting updates of everything just like falling more and more steadily falling to shit. <laughs> and
2: <laughs> it, it was hard because we just were like, hey, is it that hard? Like, we have his ID. Like, here's his ID. What else do you need? And they're like, well, you need to call Airbnb and like have all this stuff added and stuff. And we we're trying to do that at Comic-Con. So, I mean, you get terrible reception on your phone anyway. So like my friend Ryan, who's the who has the account, is on the phone on the convention floor, like talking with Airbnb, trying to figure this out. So where
3: is it? What part of San Diego was the Airbnb?
2: I mean, it was around the gas lamp. Like it was like a mile. Okay. Yeah, we away walked from the convention. center. Yeah, we walked to the convention center. It was a long nice walk. Part of town, but it was walking. Right. It was not a good part of town. But it was f- yeah, <laughs> it was
1: like half and half, where it was like ghetto and like every other place looked
2: nice. Yeah, like I had to that. kick. I had to kick used needles out of the street when we were walking one day. Yikes. Like, that's... It, I, I saw someone shoot heroin in the street when I was driving home. Like, when I took an Uber home. You don't see that in Nebraska. Uh, no, you don't see that in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I do not originally have to kick needles out of the street in Nebraska.
1: So, already, my Comic-Con adventure is off to it's a rocky. bumpy start, to say the least. And it, it seems like everything's falling through. And, I like, I I... I, I I even told Alex this. I'm, I'm like trying to struggle. Okay, so you have to call Airbnb and add a person. It's weird that that seems like it's some convoluted 15 step process. Like, that's like what if, we thought as well. Like, if you were at McDonald's, Jeff, and you ordered me a double cheeseburger, and then I texted you and it was like, "Hey, can you get nuggets too?" And you're just like, "Hey, uh, can I can I get a four piece nugget?" And they're like, "Sure." Like what is more to the process than, hey we need to add a name, here's his license and name. Like how i
3: does it affect the pricing in any way? Is that what the effect-
2: issue is? It affected it $30. And I we were more than happy to like pay that and it was just that like this is this was the the whole process which I thought was very convoluted that we contacted <laughs> the person who you owned the, the Airbnb. Horse. And then he said we needed to call Air, 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 the actual Airbnb company. So we called them, and they say, well, hold on. There's been so many modifications to this already I, because the old place like burnt down. They're like, we need to just... I'm going crazy just it's listening. Like, I know. It. It's like, oh, there's too many modifications?
1: Well, you shouldn't have started Airbnb because people modify things. So yeah. fucking... like,
2: It's I don't too even, bad, Airbnb. Why like, don't you
3: not try to take control of the conversation with like the people that... Like, I'm confused. So the people that live there, you didn't want to bring it up with them. We brought it up. No, with they them. were
1: they were like ball busters. They so were like, like, oh, well, sorry. Right. That's
3: what I thought I heard. You can't be like, all right, no, I'm not. Like, I'll just we'll just give you thirty bucks. And like, they're whatever. the ones that like. That's like... what we're trying to do,
0: I guess. Just give them like.
3: Well, the yeah, but they is, wouldn't go for the it. The like,
2: can you put a request? They can, in You can't Cash.
0: do that for insurance purposes. That's what they were saying. Airbnb's insurance covers anything that would happen. <sighs> And if Kevin's not listed and something happens to him, there's no Airbnb won't cover anything. Like,
2: dude, we're going so to it's Comic-Con. a liability
0: for <laughs> the people. And also, you're not actually doing business with the people. You're doing business with Airbnb, and Airbnb is doing business with the people. So, can the we people have you know? Can we
3: officially it, not be? An Airbnb podcast. Can we be like anti Airbnb now on Mad Scientist Party Hour? Can we make it just like a team?
2: I still like it. Like when it works, it works well. Message. I've used it in Japan twice and have had very positive results. Um, I've used it in other places. Like I've used it in LA. I've used it in like North Carolina. And they've all worked. This is like my first time where I've been like, oh, this is a little much.
3: See, I envision, because the, the story you're telling me, the people are still in the house, I envision like... They ended up staying somewhere Like, else. you meet them, and like, all right, yeah, all right, so here's the keys, like, whatever, here are the... You know the rules, you read them on the website, and then they, like, just walk to their couch and sit there. It's like, like I, what the fuck you doing? I, I thought, get it. I thought I'm taking your apartment, and that's, that's what happened to my Airbnb, pretty much. Like, well, no, you, know, like, he, the you keys, remember
1: like, we talked about the fire, right?
3: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: just so they all their stuff was was booked up that week. So the only other option, other than telling like uh, Alex like, tell to go fuck to go himself, fuck was well, you can either just try and find lodging in San Diego a week before Comic Con, <laughs> or you can stay at our place
2: with us. Yeah.
1: And man. it was just
2: like well, because that was what they basically presented. They're like, this is really the only thing we can offer you. Fair enough. And and I, and then, like I get their perspective. Like it is their house. Like it is their like home home. So I get the idea of wanting to make sure that everyone there is like insured and all that stuff, but it was just it was such a a difficult process during a time where just like goddamn can this just not yeah. this shouldn't be as hard as it is because back to the process because they, they air we had to call the apartment owner they told us to call Airbnb Airbnb told us that they would call us back. They called us back. Then they said they had to approve it with the apartment owner. And then once they approved it with the apartment owner, they called us back. It was like a four-hour process. So, wait. Hold
3: on. Let's get you guys on the festival or con grounds. Did okay. it suck? Was, <laughs> how, how, how was the, the festival itself? The festival I like that you're calling was, it a festival. Yeah, my bad.
2: <laughs> the Comic-Con con, nerd whatever. festival. I feel it, weird
3: calling it a con. I saw. I read it's a somewhere. a con, yeah, convention. I know, but I read somewhere someone called it a conflab, or confab, and I don't know. It's yeah. I let's con let's, is let's just
1: sputter out in semantics for ten minutes. My bad. Let's go. <laughs> can we go festival? Can help me out? No, let's rewind I again and, and I, focus on the terminology.
0: Great, our Kevin. I best. wasn't saying it was a bad thing. You were calling it a festival. I liked it being
1: called a festival. Well, hope you're happy. It's Kevin's birthday, Shuddy. So, I mean, if you go to one Comic-Con, you've kind of been to them all. I would say so. Especially if you're not big on the panels and shit. I don't do panels because, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, lines suck. They do. Fuck lines. Fuck lines. I'm not camping outside the convention hall for three days so I can hear Marvel make an announcement that's going to be on Twitter 20 seconds afterwards. I, I I couldn't give less of a fuck. I don't know what other panel I would want to see that might just be jaded because I've worked in media for 13 years. But like, I don't know if you're going to make an announcement, I can watch the video on YouTube and just read all the headlines immediately after. So why waste all that time? So I mainly just like walking around the floor and seeing the costumes and shit and looking at all the gear, picking up some new comics because, hey, for me, it's still about the comics, Jeff. (laughs) All right. I guess you're not
3: bored of that, you know, working all these years in media and reading all these fucking comics, but you still don't... No, I'm
1: definitely not bored of comics, but... Just panels. Just seeing, like, a famous person talking in real life isn't worth me wasting eight hours of my day or sleeping outside for.
3: No, I hear you, but did you see any famous
2: people just moseying around? No, just comic book writers. I didn't see any this year. I've seen some in the past. Like who? I saw Chris Evans walking around, and I saw the cast of iZombie. Uh, I shared an elevator with Kevin Bacon, and when, I were when, shoulder
1: to shoulder. When Chris, Chris Evans is just walking around the con, was this, was he being
2: escorted? He was being escorted. He was oh, like with, like, okay. four guards. He wasn't just like, hey, I'm Chris Evans. Want to take a photo with Captain America? Hey, do you guys have any Captain America comics? Yeah, he, he wasn't like that at all. He was, like, Ugh. walking with, like, four of those black sunglass security guard
3: guys. How long were you guys in the festival for? Like, how many hours per
1: day and how many days? <laughs> well, I was only there for two
2: days. I was so. there Wednesday through Sunday. Holy fuck. I, Wednesday night is, like, the shorter night. It's, like, th- or it's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m.
1: Yeah, it's pre- that's preview night. It's called, yeah, it's just called preview night. So, so it's you pretty like much just and go and in there and try to buy toys.
2: Yeah, it's, like, you get in early, there's less people. If you're trying to get something, that's usually the best night to do it because... There are less people, the lines are gonna be less. You're in there for less time, but it's kind of like this this kind of like schmoozing entry point. One of my
1: first comic one of my first San Diego Comic Cons, they had like this cool you know those Hulk hands?
2: Yeah the foam ones?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had like an infinity gauntlet one. Oh yeah. That came packaged in this thing that had four action figures with it. So it was like a big Infinity Gauntlet with four characters above it. And that was, I think, I think that was like a Hasbro or a Mattel exclusive. And I was like, that's cool as shit. I'll wait in line for that. So I got in line and I waited a few hours and it sucked and it was super boring. But I ended up getting to the front of the line and was able to purchase one. Now those things are all ticketed. Oh, yeah. So like all the big toy manufacturers are ticketed.
2: So you basically have to either camp out or there's a pre-registration online now as well, which is kind yeah. of weird. Um, I don't think it works very well. I think it's annoying. But like, yeah, everything's pretty much everything's ticketed now. Like, I I just wanted to go to the Marvel booth this year and buy a T-shirt. When I you wanted... say when you say ticketed,
3: though, what do you mean? I'm I'm kind of like...
2: so there's a ticketing system. So it's not like oh Jeff, you got here. This person got here at nine o'clock. You got here at nine fifteen. You're behind them in line. It's we're handing out tickets that tell you a time you're allowed to come stand in line. You have to wait
1: in line to get a ticket to know when to come back and wait in line again. So
2: you have to get all the tickets right when the show opens or they're gone and you can't get in line for the rest of the day? It's horseshit. That's a huge turn off. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bullshit. So you can only do like one thing a morning. So it's like, oh, if I go to Mondo, I'm not going to get a Marvel ticket. I'm not going to get a Dark Horse ticket. I'm not going to get I don't know, whatever a DC ticket. Jeez, okay. But if I go to Marvel, oh, I'm, the other things I won't be able to get because I only the time it takes to get one, the others are going to be gone by the time I get there. It's fucked. So
1: I've given up on that entire aspect of it. The one thing I did want because Mondo is they're they're like a company that does
2: like graphic posters. Yeah, they'll
1: do they'll do movie post alternate movie posters. Like an artist will make like. They have a distinct style for, as well. Yeah. They didn't have a far from home one, did they?
2: They had an Avengers one, but not a far from home one.
1: They usually have some cool shit I like that. I need that, that paint, the, that picture, Jeff, hanging above my couch, the one of the, the rabbit, Usagi Ojimbo. Okay. That's, that's a Mondo one. That Castle, the Castle, yeah. Yeah. The, the Castlevania one over there, that's a Mondo print. I got both of those at Comic Cons different year. And it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. I probably waited in line three hours for them. Yeah, and it's just you Worth
3: uh, it, it's still part of your...
1: Uh, they're awesome. Now. I love them. So I, I, when I looked at the mono booth this year, they had this fucking awesome Blade Runner 2049 poster. And I was like, okay, that is pretty much the only thing I really want from Comic-Con this year. And that was the first place I think we went to Saturday when we got to the convention center. Sold out.
2: Sold out for the entire convention. Yeah, I tried to get the, in line on Thursday and Friday to get it for you but they were just like cuz i got in there at like 9 we tried to get the right one at open but we just every time we would go they're like tickets are, gone, tickets are gone tickets are gone tickets are gone for everything and we're just like fuck
1: yeah so you you're pretty much fucked for everything and then really they're go they're on they're being scalped on eBay now for three times the buying price yep how
3: how long do you guys envision your streak continuing of attending San Diego Comic-Con
1: i mean i'm going to go every year i can get a pass
2: yeah because i mean we're complaining about all the buying Everything. aspects of it, okay. But yeah. like, I think at the end of the day, Kevin and I can both say, "Yeah, we had a fun time."
1: Yeah, because I, I like I just like the the whole experience. The experience for me isn't
2: it. isn't old yet. The
1: exclusivity of it,
2: kind. of. I mean, not on, really, that
1: gets, you, that gets your dick hard. It's not right. really. in Alex. all honesty, no. I wish maybe not you, Kevin. Cause we were talk Alex and I were talking about it because like. Seek's been going long enough to where you could walk up to the convention day of and just buy a ticket at the window. Yeah. And go in.
2: The exclusivity the is just like it's so annoying.
1: If it would point. go back like that, I would be
2: perfectly fine with it. Back when America was great. Cause now it's like before it was the hard part was getting the ticket to go to Comic Con where it was like, oh, once you get that it's this kind of treasure trove of whatever you want. And now it's like it's harder to get the exclusive once you've gotten the ticket, which is already hard enough to kind of get for people. It's not I I feel like it resembles more of a trade show than like a fan convention now. That it's much more industry focused rather than like fan focused.
3: But I thought you always needed to be st- um, somewhat part of like the comic or nerd industry to get an ex- uh, to get a, a pass like i thought that was the whole thing of comic con you got to like know someone or no, or be working no i mean
2: they sell passes they just sell out in 10 minutes yeah it's you not, have to get on you have to go like online
1: a, there's like a certain time that you have to log into the website and like then Coachella? you're waiting in a, you're in a waiting yeah, room. yeah you're waiting in uh, a, a random a, waiting a, a virtual room. waiting room online so you're basically just sitting there watching a website yeah. refresh until it's your turn to buy tickets but it could be like, "Hey, congrats! You're in. There's only Thursday left, that, so that's you can buy one." Happen to people? Yeah, you can buy a Thursday pass. That happened to okay. our friend Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Her and her sister and brother all could only get thir- tickets for Thursday and Thursday only.
3: That's great that they got at least one day. I was yeah. going to ask you if you ran into them because I saw. on...
1: No, nah, our shit didn't overlap.
3: I saw. The- on one of their
1: instagrams that they were hanging
3: out there so i was hoping that you guys
1: and they got to they went to like a cool ass party too on friday night i guess nerdist held a stranger things 80s party
2: oh that is cool
1: and from what i saw on their instagram and other people i follow's instagrams who were also at that party it looked fucking dope and that's another thing. You also have to, not even just getting a ticket, you have to keep an eye on all the after parties and shit and buy tickets to that month in advance. Yeah, you, know? you do. It's, it really is such a, a pain lot. in the fucking ass. But, I mean, it's I, so much work.
2: At the end of the day, it is still fun. Like I got to see like tons of great cosplay, and I bought a lot more comics, I think, than you did.
1: Yeah, because the comics I wanted were all sold out.
2: I'm sorry about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like the one... How dare you buy them all, Alex?
2: I bought them all. I bought I f- the entire supply. <laughs>
1: I feel like the
3: questions that I ask every year—I I feel like I ask the same questions every year—and you guys just retell me these things. So Probably. Wait, do you, do you see like the trailers that all these studios are unveiling? Although, are is that a panel thing?
2: Yeah, yeah. that's oh, okay. like that's a, the
1: one—the Marvel panel. You have to camp like multiple nights outside. <laughs> that's that's ticketed now too.
2: Oh, it is. So this is what they do—that you the night before that's you can great. you can get a ticket that's basically like you have a guaranteed spot and then you can go wait in line once you have your ticket if you want but you have to wait in line to get that ticket you have to wait in line to get that ticket and then you get that ticket to go wait in line which gets you a seat and, and when do you, people
1: start lining up to get in the line to get the ticket to get in line
2: uh well they only allow it at a certain point so like you have to they they say the, I don't exactly know the time I just know you can't So, like, a bunch it's not of people four just hovering around
1: the, the there's people just hovering around the convention center like looking at their watches like all right, it's almost time to go wait in line. Yes.
3: Wait, yes. People it, do that all the time. But it's around the that. convention center, like outside.
2: No, it's a, probably in like the sales pavilion. I don't know where it is. I I mean, I couldn't show you get on a one map. One of these guys that,
3: that do heroin, you know, you're kicking heroin needles out of the street. You get one of these guys just to camp out for you.
2: Yeah, get him a Comic-Con pass, and then just be like, your job is to be high on heroin and stay in this line for me.
3: No, that's the thing. It's in, you got to get a pass to get into the other line. That's the thing that sucks about Comic-Con, at least from what you guys keep telling me, is that it... It seems like an
2: endless, endless like run of lines that you have to stand in. So a few years ago, there was a company for an advertisement. They put it was I think it was like Cartoon Network or something, but they had people um, wear these like TVs and walk around the convention center. And they would basically like swap a line. Like they basically were like bathroom break lines where it would say, "Hey, hold my place in line." I gotta run to the bathroom, or I gotta go run do this thing real quick. <laughs> I gotta, run, I gotta go smoke my bowl. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Like stand oh, like, here, need some rips. rips. Pretty much. Like it was like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go smoke a J. Uh, wait in line yeah, for me. Stand here.
1: And you remember that story I told about the Lego thing with Seek, right? Like mm. every year, Lego gives away like a ti- one of those like, like a minifig.
2: Yeah, like, like a minifigure, just a Lego figure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like it's super tiny, the size of your thumbnail, and. People, the line for that booth goes out the convention center, down by the pier, and then completely wraps down the pier. How many fucking tickets do they sell? Not only that, like when 150. You, when you get in line for oh, that, my. when you get in line for that, you wait for it's, it's like an eternity. And when you, when you finally get up to the booth, you touch an iPad, and you either get a good cop or a bad cop. If you get a good cop, they hand you the Lego figure for free. If you get the bad cop, you, you get told to fuck off and you get nothing. I have to Google this. I don't believe that number. You said 150,000
2: people go to Comic-Con.
3: Yeah, 150,000 shit!
2: about what I would think. With all the... Uh, Comic-Con uh, by
3: the numbers from the San Diego Union Tribune two I, years ago.
2: I'm also counting all the people who come on the outside who don't necessarily have passes, who just go to do the outside stuff. So after learning that that... 130,000 plus, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a big convention.
1: So after seeing that I wasn't getting that poster, which was basically the only thing I wanted, I brought some comics because, you know, I have those graded ones over there that are in that hard slab, and then it gives you, like, a a 1 to 10 scale rating on Mm -hmm. the quality of it. I was going to get some books graded, and I was like, well, you know what, you can get the signature ones, and somebody has to, like, witness the signature so they know that for a fact that it got signed by the person who, (laughs) like, made or wrote or drew the comic. You need like a notarizer? Yeah. So I was like, Basically the company is called CGC. So I go, I was like, all right, this book that I really liked called Descender, uh, the writer and the artist were both there. And I, that Usagi Ojimbo, that like Samurai Rabbit, I love that book. And that the creator of that's always there. I was like, all right, I'm going to get their signatures and I'm going to get them witnessed for the first time ever. I'm going to get some, some CGC graded signature books. What a fucking process. That was my entire Saturday. Oh, my God. My whole God. fucking Saturday.
3: Getting two numbnuts to sign your book. Yeah. And another numbnut to watch it.
1: So I, I go to Artist Alley, which is on the far side of the convention center. And I see the dude who drew a sender, who painted it. And I'm like, okay, he's there. And I check with him. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to get you to sign my book. You're going to be here for a bit, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I hunt down the CGC booth the other side of the convention, and you got 130,000 people in that place, you do not walk fast. Every fucking aisle is clogged. There's some like 800-pound hippo being pushed around in a fucking like uh, wheelbarrow. Not a
3: lot of open road in that
1: building. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, everybody is pushing a baby stroller, so it's just (laughs) wall-to-wall fucking congestion. I finally get to the booth, and I'm like, hey, I want to do a signature witness. They're like, oh, all of our witnesses are backed by Artist Alley. So I had to walk all the way back to the other side of the convention center, fill out all the paperwork, get the guy to come with me. So he, he witnesses the signature. They seal it in a fucking evidence bag. All right. and, yeah, looks like this is how CSI serious these people shit. are. Yeah. And, and I'm like, all right, now let's go see Stan Sakai for the Usagi Ojimbo thing. He's not at the booth. There's like a sign saying Stan will be back at 1.30. And I'm like, son of a bitch stand out to lunch so i go to the guy i'm like what do we do i go to like the, the comic notary I'm like what, what's going on what do what, what you do now he's like well uh you hold on to that book and you come come find us when he's back so now i have this book that's signed and sealed but only in like this flimsy evidence bag so i'm walking around this crowded as fuck convention center guarding this goddamn thing for dear life because any sort of ding is gonna knock points off of it when they grade it
2: yeah it hurts the value
1: so I'm I'm sweating, I'm sweating and shit. I'm trying to guard this thing like it's the nuclear fucking football. <laughs> I got time to kill. <laughs> I, and now I'm like, okay, so I got the artist from... It's actually Ascender, the sequel. I got, I got the artist to sign that book. The writer's here. I got to hunt him down. So I find out he's doing a signing at the Dark House booth. Well,
2: first you find out he's doing a signing at the Image booth. But they say no CGC signatures. No. Oh, I thought so. No, not that? No. <laughs> All right, it's in your story Fuck then. me. <laughs> so, uh,
1: I've, i and you know, like, going from booth to booth with how slow he, the people walk, it's just, everything is such a, such a task and it takes so fucking long. And it's kind of frustrating because I'm kind of a fast walker and I don't like bullshit. It's worse than Disneyland. It's fucking insane. So i I finally track that down. Then I look at the time, and it's like, all right, it might be time to go back to Stan Sakai's booth. So I go get another fucking witness from the CGC booth. They walk over with me. Now there's a line. So you have to wait in line for that. He signs it, seals it in the bag. Now I'm walking around with two evidence bags, guarding them, again, for dear life. Now I have to kill another, like, two and a half hours until that other signing starts. So I go back over to that booth where, the, where that guy, the author, is going to be signing, and I talked to one of the people working the booth, and I'm like, hey, I want to come back when he's doing the signing with a CGC guy. Are you guys cool with that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we heard somebody saying that Image and DC both don't let CGC witnesses...
2: In their general signing lines.
1: Yeah, I, they can't watch someone sign a comic book and be like, okay, that's, uh, we've officially witnessed this signing. They don't allow it for some fucking reason. Yeah, it's just like so,
3: one big nerd dick measuring We never context. had a
2: straight answer on that either. Of like, I like why they don't. Because they're like, oh, it adds an extra person. And you're like, that's not really a reason. Because, I mean, you just need one... Like, you just coordinate and say, oh, there's just one guy who's going to witness all yeah, this. Yeah, one guy will witness everybody's.
1: You don't need one f-
2: witness per I feel like
3: every person's, like, answer boils down to, nah, because we said so. I, exactly. <laughs> I'm of gonna, course it is. I'm going to yeah. take it that there's beef.
2: I think the comic book companies don't like CGC. Which is weird, but anyway... I,
1: I get confirmation from the guy. And I'm keeping Alex up to speed on this whole thing because sometimes I'm like, dude, just go do whatever you want. This is, I couldn't imagine a more boring way to spend your con than f- chasing me and a CGC agent around the fucking convention center. Hey, we got pretzels. So, we we got to talk about that, by the way. Pretzels. I finally get back to the booth, and I'm like, all right, the Jeff Lemire signing is starting soon. Can you guys come with me? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go back over there. Fight our way through the crowd again to the other, complete other fucking side of the convention center. Correct. And as I'm getting in line, the guy's like, "Oh, we don't allow CGC witnesses." And I'm like, "Fucking guy said I could." He's like, nope, sorry." So, I I completely biffed on it. I wasted two and a half hours guarding that book when I could have just handed them over. Oh no! Yeah. And so they, I couldn't get the art, so the, again, the writer to sign it.
3: Was the was your con? Well, actually, I have a few more questions asked before I get your final <laughs> review on your con. But it sounds horrible. But then again, your movie reviews are are, are confusing for me too. You'll you'll end up fucking trashing Comic Con for forty five minutes. But nah, eh, four point mean, two five dicks.
1: That whole process wasn't ideal, and I've never done it before, and I'm never going to do it again. Yeah, I just wanted some books in my collection that are CGC slabbed signature series. I just I just wanted to check that experience off and that experience gets zero dicks. That sucked ass. That was like purgatory. I hated I, it. I
3: wonder how like high these comic book writers and like artists get seeing like these huge ass around the corner lines for their shit. Because they uh, they probably see it, what like once or twice or th- maybe three times a year. It's like
2: a selective time you're famous sort of thing. Yeah, but it's
3: got to be like the like one of the best highs ever. Yeah, you know like, what I mean like, that's
2: probably the best time to be famous too. Like no one's gonna recognize you at Starbucks, but you can go to this place. Yeah, and just kill it. And people are just like you walk in a room and you're just big dick energy all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, that's kinda but, why, yeah, that's kind of why. That's kind of why I love Ellismania. There's yeah, like one well, yeah, week yeah, in a course. year where I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh God, Kevin Craig. Yeah,
1: I kinda like Ellis Mania because
3: I'm one tenth as cool as you during it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, I agree with that.
3: It's... so but imagine being I I can't uh Robert Kirkman, right? He does comics. Imagine yeah. be, being that guy and being at Comic Con. It must be like that feeling times
1: like a million. Like, yeah. fuck yeah! I'm gonna get my dick sucked by Goswiker. You have sunglasses wearing agents escorting you to your your signings.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he fucking does. Like, you don't let this being guy that- through.
3: Don't let this guy through. <laughs>
1: Fuck that guy! I don't like his face. He doesn't. He doesn't get a comic. I want you to get rid of him, but punch him in the face as you get rid of him. <laughs> I want you to step on the heel of his shoes as you're walking him away. You're, you're taser him, with every step. Give him a flat tire. So,
3: <laughs> uh, you 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 mentioned pretzels, and I had this question here on my notes here. What are the food options in Comic Con? Because. You would think you got nerds there. If you you could allow some food vendors, you could really get a pop. You want to see some lines for some...
2: It's in a downtown area, so there's a shit ton of restaurants around it. Like... There are a lot of places to eat. But yeah, it's you, in the gas
3: lamp district. Yeah, no, I get that. But can you leave the festival? Yeah, and then come back.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. You get a oh, badge cool, and you tap in. Yeah, it there's like
1: mind. RF. There's like RF stickers on like it. Those so RF- you have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to press it up against this thing near the door to get in and out every time. So they know yeah, you're not right, handing so. your your badge off to let other people. I in. I
3: figured maybe I don't know maybe I didn't know if like it was enclosed and or and or you couldn't like. There wasn't the reentry process of the pain in the ass, so I figured maybe they'd have some sick ass eats. No, it's on ground. No,
1: like wait, if you go to the LA Comic Convention, there's like big parking lots right near it, and the food they fill and up stuff, with food yeah. trucks and shit. Yeah, at the convention, center. but there's no room for that in your San, in San Diego.
3: Right. You're saying at the convention center, like the one the E3 that we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that shit, that's cool. Yeah, Comic-Con I was hoping you guys had that going. Internally, I, you
2: know. has. Like they have um some Little kind Caesar. of food options, I mean, not even like name brand stuff like they have press like anti like convention pretzels.
0: center kind
2: yeah, and they have uh, c- it- like chocolate chip cookies like that's a big thing that are all around the convention center, and then they have these small spots that are like you can get like a catered pizza or like a catered hot dog or like you know that, that the the kind of just shitty food.
3: Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think I have an idea of what you're talking about about convention center
0: food. So I can't remember what yeah, else. That's exactly what the food option is. Pretty at
1: Philadelphia Comic Con,
0: at Wizard World in Philly. Not very good.
1: So when I bailed on the CGC stuff and finally finished that, we did Did we take right off?
2: We uh, we went and got food because we were starving.
1: So that was it. That was the end of the convention for Saturday.
2: I think so. For you, it was. (laughs) We left around because we got done with the Jeff Lemire thing. That was my whole fucking day. At like 3.30 because that was when his signing was at 3 and then we got kind of turned away at it. And then the CGC booth itself to turn in your books was also quite a process. Uh, yeah, where they were like, "Oh, you have to submit the signature series different than the just normal grading," and then your Batman damned book was a magazine versus like a comic book, and they're like, "Well, you have to completely do a different process for that." When did doors open on Saturday? Nine a.m. So you were from 930-ish. nine to
1: five, fucking around with CGC. Uh, we probably got there around like ten ten thirty. I'd say yeah. The, yeah, we so got there a little late. A little bit late. Uh, but so then, uh, that night. Partied a little bit. I ate, uh, I, I got a hold of some ma- medicine that when you take it, it makes you super happy. So nice. I tried, to, I ate a little bit of that. feeling pretty good. Went to the but, beach. Yeah, went to like a little boardwalk. That's what you got. You did that? I did. Okay. And the... Alex was an innocent bystander. Any hey love
3: interests on the way? Or no. Any, no? <laughs> any love interests on the way? He yeah, met a I t- carny, I The t- girl t- who
2: ran the, t- uh, the Tilt-A-Whirl. I titty-fucked Alice- <laughs> Alice's butt cheeks. <laughs> he did do that. At the Airbnb. We did have to share a bed one night. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't go to any of the panels,
3: but have you since seen like, the news or the trailers that came out? I yeah. I had these questions.
1: So they announced phase four of Marvel. Which is the big one, I think.
3: Yeah, I was gonna ask about a few of these movies and like ask you guys on a scale of zero to ten how excited you were for them. The first one that had those, like Mahershala Ali and the Blade reboot. Were you guys ever into Blade? Oh fuck yeah, Blade's a great movie.
0: I liked the Blade movies. Yes.
3: No shit. Yeah. I, I at the time for whatever reason, I don't I don't remember. I think I was like fourteen when Blade came out, and I just was not into seeing Wesley Snipes. Doing really? Blade. So
1: I never even watched, I've never seen wow. Blade. See, I Blade saw Blade in, in the theaters, and Blade is one of the first DVDs I ever bought.
2: It's like one of the earliest successful comic book movies. Do
1: which, you think it could work with Mahershala Ali? You think it's going to be good?
2: Yeah. I mean, I at this point, I kind of just am like, Marvel, you do a decent enough job that I'm not too worried. Like, I like
1: Mahershal Ali. He looks like he could be a decent Blade. And it's it's weird because just last week on the Ella Show we were talking about how awesome it would be if they made a fourth Blade movie with Wesley Snipes because Black don't crack. You could still have. Yeah. You could still bring him back. He he doesn't look old. Or he could, he could just, still kick ass. And he could
3: have just been slightly aged version of himself in Blade. Yeah, he's a daywalker. He's half human. He
1: can age. Oh uh, wait.
3: Right, I didn't know. See, I never saw it, so I didn't know if they're. You part of You the... never saw Blade? No, so I didn't. Oh, you would love it. It kicks ass. I didn't know if part Blade of tonight. the plot was that he couldn't age, I, and I guess that could have been, uh, that is part no, of his origin age.
1: story. Is when his mom was when he was in his mom's belly, she got bitten by a vampire and went into labor. No shit, that's kind of cool, and I like Wesley Snipes, so I have to give it a
3: while. Uh, I have to. Give it a try, but and Steven Dorf is the bad guy. I think Steven Dorf is Deacon underrated. Frost.
1: He kicks ass. He's an awesome bad guy.
3: I I believe it. He kicked ass in the last. He's one of the few bright spots, and some of Mahershala Ali in the last True Detective season. Uh How about that that thing or uh, Doctor Strange number two? The multiverse of madness. Everyone's clowning the fucking
1: subtitle on Twitter. That's my I favorite know. shit. But I I like when because we saw that on social media. That's like a nine for me. I fucking love Doctor. Because they Strange.
2: said it was supposed to be like the first Marvel horror movie. Yeah, it's well. gonna
1: be a horror movie.
2: I'm pretty. I would say it's a horror movie. I'm actually excited for.
3: It wasn't as would I. It wasn't corny, or the first Doctor Strange wasn't corny. Like they could do horror effectively. You think?
2: Horror, I think Doctor Strange, out of all the Marvel movies, is the one set up best
3: to do a horror thing wait a second if i remember correctly you are
2: not a horror fan right <laughs> i'm not a horror fan uh, I'm, i will openly say that i am not a horror fan but you i have mean, openly it's said still, that. It's you still came out of the closet marvel and on disney that one. yeah <laughs> you've outed yourself as not not a not horror, horror fan. fan uh but it's marvel and disney so i mean the, you're not gonna get like fucking saw shit Wait a minute. So are you going to give this horror movie a chance? I'm going to give this horror movie a chance. You're so you're a phony. You
3: like horror. Deep I, down inside you like, like it. I like Marvel movies.
2: And I and I will overlook horror to go see a Marvel movie. All right. Horror or NFL wildcard matchup, what are you going to watch? Probably the NFL wild card matchup. <laughs> oh, you but wuss. You... I know. It depends on the horror movie. What horror movie? You got to present me with an actual. Because it's like. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse the of. Doctor Strange and When's the it multiverse? come out? Like a year or a few it years. Come it out in like December? Two years. Two years.
3: Oh, 2021. Not. It's got to be a summer movie. So will you rather watch game six of the NBA finals than Doctor
2: Strange 2? No, I'd rather watch Doctor Strange 2. All right, then. It's going to be horror, though. You like... hate it. You hate it. You had to like, pick a movie that I would actually not want to watch.
3: A horror movie, I thought. Anyways, you love it, so you're excited for the second one, right? Big time. How about, I like the rhyme on this one, Thor 4.
2: How do you feel about that one? Also, I'm at, I'm at that level as I, well. I'm about <laughs> an 8.
1: Isn't Natalie Portman going to get naked in this one? No. Be sick. A Marvel <laughs> <No>.
2: movie? <laughs> I don't
1: think they show tits in any Marvel movie. Mm. But I'm, yeah, I'm excited for that. I think they will ever that. show
0: tits in any Marvel movie.
1: I think Taika Waititi did a good job with uh, Thor Ragnarok. It looks like they're taking this one with an '80s vibe. Um, I'm look. I'm. I think. I think Natalie Portman, Thor. The Thor is gonna kick ass. I hate that idea. Well, then you would hate the comic.
3: Oh, it happens in the comic. Yeah, yeah,
1: it does happen. Yeah, in the I comic. would hate
3: the comic. You're right.
2: <laughs> Only men get to kick ass. I do you think there's like a black teenage girl Iron Man now too? No, here's my thing: No,
3: don't. <laughs> I'm not sexist, and good for the Iron Woman.
2: I hear
1: the new Blade's going to be an albino.
3: Miss
2: <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's Arabic. Just, just pick a
3: route and go with it. I don't like the idea of people being able to acquire powers through the story. So if Natalie Portman was Thor in the first place, and, and Chris Hemsworth. Was the Earthling or the human?
2: Then just go with that. I don't like well, how Thor is basically uncool. a
1: title. If you're worthy to wield the hammer and you are the owner of the hammer, you're Thor.
2: Yeah, whoever wields the hammer, whoever, whatever, shall have the power of Thor. I gotcha. It's like Caesar if
3: you all. Yeah, and I, mean, I think
1: just just to silence all the Jeffs in the world, I think they're gonna write like the most badass action scene of her kicking ass with the hammer.
2: It's kind of like the Gauntlet. Where it's not... It's like the person who can wield it is the person who has the power. All right. Well, hey.
3: I'm glad you guys are excited for it. I've never seen Thor, so I'm, I'm, I'm behind on that You haven't that
2: seen any of the Thor movies?
3: I haven't seen a single Thor movie. Right. I, guess, I think you would like Ragnarok. I don't Ragnarok's know if you would like the other mean, ones.
2: Yeah. I would agree with Kevin on that.
3: I'm kind of like Kevin in the sense that he doesn't need to rewatch football to know that he thinks football's gay. I don't think... I ever need to see Thor to just assume that Thor is kind of gay. And I always thought it that way about Blade, Blade despite me loving Wesley Snipes. And you guys saying I would love it really makes me th- rethink. How about love this original when I grew up. My favorite, Shuddy's favorite, Kevin's favorite, Tom Cruise is at San Diego Comic-Con, and Top Gun. Oh, for Top Gun 2, yeah. Maverick is coming out. How hard is it 72.
1: Watch, watch this. 72. Watch this reaction, Alex. I've never seen Top Gun.
0: What the fuck? Did nice. You
1: just say?
0: Yes,
3: you
1: motherfucker. That's right, Shuddy boy. Eat my ass. So, hmm.
0: what? You're you're a Russian spy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Top Gun is. Like This is you- some Americans-level bullshit. You're a fucking Russian spy. Okay, Top mm-hmm. Gun came out when I was four.
3: Yeah, but you've had a lot of friends... I
0: was also four.
1: ...that have recommended... Yeah, I guess I, I might not have even been alive. I, I always thought plane I stuff was kind of fruity. I, don't- I never got into, Ugh. like... I was never like, oh, cool, planes but you never shouldn
0: sur- to planes only because of, of a, that
2: movie much more of a trains man yourself Kevin
3: I, I never don't like trains either see i I loved all Tom Cruise led mo- motion pictures so like I didn't watch the firm growing up I watched cocktail I watched. Days of Thunder. I watched a lot of them, but there's some that I went back and rewatched. You never. I'm surprised you never, because you're a film nut
1: and you like Tom Cruise. I know. Oh, yeah, it just it's just something that never happened. I never. So I just never got a shot. around to it. Give it a I shot. should, of course. So I would love to. It's just, think, just. It's just like. I, think I don't you know. It's not, not like on it. Netflix. It's. It's never just been easily accessible. I go back. I watch. I will it, buy and you I a like copy it.
2: of it. I can get a copy of it.
3: Right. for of. Us.
0: Take a part of my Patreon and go buy yourself a copy of Top Gun on for your birthday from me.
3: Shuddy, right. I have a question for you. Is there a chance that we like it and then when we rewatch it, we hold it higher up than maybe Kevin will watch it? Or well, after his first viewing experience in 2019.
0: Like, I hope not because it is it is a five dicker. Uh it is in my top 5 favorite of all time. What? Uh, oh my
1: god. Holy shit. When was the last time you watched it? This is major.
0: It's been maybe uh a year and a half or so. That's it?
1: That's not bad. Yeah. Cuz I mean I'm looking at the IMDb page, IMDb page for it right now and it's got a 6.9 out of 10 which one of isn't the, the first strongest. Blu-rays
0: I ever bought. Fuck them.
1: What do you I'm like a, better, Top Gun or Days of Thunder? Me, Top Gun. I'll take Top Gun. It's close. Though. Top Nicole Gunner.
3: Kidman's fucking awesome in Days of, Days, of, Days of Thunder, and and Michael Rooker's in it. Carrie. Ewells, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How do you say it? Carrie
3: yes.
1: Elwes. Yes.
2: Give... Never <laughs> break that streak, Jeff. I don't give a fuck. Carrie I...
3: Ewells. Honestly, that was not even me acting anything. I really forgot the right way to say it because I know you because did. my whole life i I've saw been it in your it fucking face. I saw it. Carrie, <laughs> Gary... yeah,
1: whatever. Ewells?
3: It's... He it's just just star studded that movie. I fucking Days love of it. Thunder Robert, has an
1: average of
3: six out of ten. Fuck IMDb. Robert Duvall, man, that movie kicks ass.
2: Are you gonna do Top Gun or Armageddon? Stop
3: it! Come on, Armageddon's the greatest movie ever made. Come on, what are you talking about?
2: But Carrie uh,
1: Ewells isn't in it. And,
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know he's not. But he's not in Top Gun either. Wait, no, he's not in Top Gun. I. You know I love Armageddon. So, but Tom Gu- or, uh, Top Gun kicks ass. It's got really one of the more iconic scenes ever with uh, them singing the Everly. I think it's Everly Brothers, or The Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Whatever, one of those two bands. It's, it's, you should watch Everly it. Everly Brothers. Um, I, I. I was going to ask you what your biggest bummer of Comic-Con was, but we had spent
2: 20 minutes listening to you about CGC. Oh, I have, I have a bummer. You do? Oh, oh, Tom goddamn King. Oh, yeah. I was so pissed about this. So, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to blame Tom King specifically for this.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see how pissed Jeff gets from this.
2: Oh, it's oh I, hate, I hated this so much. This is how bad this story is? I'm going to get mad yes. by it? Oh, no. So, I... My friend Ryan he, Tom King I think a lot of people who listen to the show might know as the the writer of Batman he wrote uh the Batman Wedding arc which didn't go over well uh but he wrote that Mr. Miracle book which Kevin doesn't like I It was yeah I w-
1: cuz when I was still doing the, the when I started doing the Nerd Holes I was like all right I want to broaden like broaden out and find some comics that I haven't read yet so I looked at like the best of 2018 lists and every comic that was mentioned on like multiple different best of 2018 lists, I I picked up a copy of, and Mister Miracle was one of them, and it was just a drama, depressing, boring, like just sniffing your own farts, pretentious piece of crap. As far as I was concerned, every everybody else seemed to like it, but me. It, I yeah, King. King. What an and what a Tom King. T- Tom, Tom King, King wrote, wrote it. it. They, he's been writing Batman for a minute now, and they made a big deal out of Batman, the Batman wedding issue, like With Batman was going to marry Catwoman. You read through the whole fucking thing, and they don't—they decide to not get married at the end. That's the wedding issue. No wedding.
2: Yeah, it's pretty he's bullshit. He's a fucking—I don't know. Tom King can kiss my ass. I don't like his writing. So my friend Ryan wanted to get a Tom <laughs> King autograph on like three or four issues of something he had. So I said, oh, I, I mean, I've read some Tom King stuff. I haven't read Miracle Man, but uh, that sounds fun. Like, I'll, I'll go wait in line and get an autograph. That's not a big deal. Uh, so I buy a copy of, of Miracle Man, the trade paperback. I don't own it already, so I'm buying that. Uh, I think that's important to the story. Uh, so we go over to his booth. His signing is supposed to start at 1130. And we get there, and they say, hey, it's like maybe 1110. And they say, hey, he's going to be a little late, probably around noon. Um, so it's just people can line up now, but we're not. Obviously, it can't start till noon. And we go, okay, that's understandable, whatever. So they're waiting in line, and we're waiting in line, and we're waiting in line. And they move the line like three times because it's blocking so much shit. So, and it doesn't end up starting to move until like 1210. So we're in this line For like already 40 minutes. For Tom King. For Tom King. And it's something (laughs) I already have a very cursory interest in. Like, I just bought this trade today, have not read it, am only here because my friend is here. If my friend was not here, I would not have any interest in getting a Tom King autograph.
3: I don't think I'm that good of friends with anyone that I'd wait 40 minutes at a Tom King line with them or for (laughs) them.
2: I was like, I bought the book. I paid $25 for the fucking trade. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I've already invested this much money. I might as well just get it signed. And we keep waiting, and we keep waiting, and we keep waiting, and it is drawing closer to 2 o'clock. Gee, and for an the, 11.30 signing. For an 11.30 signing, the line is moving very slowly. It, it's They are trickling people in. So we're starting to get pretty close. We're not super close. We're maybe like... It's supposed to be a riot? We're maybe like 15 <laughs> people back. Okay. And Because there's probably about... Maybe a hundred people in the line. So, are you saying going on
3: three hours? You're waiting for Tom King, who still hasn't shown up.
2: He's he's shown up. Kevin was dead right. But he's going I'm very going slow. to get very unhappy. Well, and, I'll just wait. And oh, it gets worse. So, I I'm getting pretty kind of like I, I think Ryan can tell that I'm frustrated. That I'm like just sign the fucking books and let's move the fuck on. Like I just I am not here for. A, I, I, I this is cursory interest. Like I said. So he he goes, my friend Ryan is behind me. He goes, you're getting one thing signed. He goes, I'm getting three. Just give it to me and I'll, you can go do whatever. And I'm going to be in this line anyway. And I go, okay, that's perfect. So I went outside I met up with our our other friend, Sophie. And we hung out on a, like the grass and just bullshitted until Ryan was done, which was 40 minutes later. So it was probably, it was probably close to a little after two when he showed up and that's when we're going to get lunch. And he comes up and he goes, yeah. He goes, you're gonna be a little upset. And I go, why? And he goes, because he charged me for an autograph, for you. What? And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And he, he said, yeah. He charged me. He charged me money, uh, to get to get this signed. And I was like, are you? Are you go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I was so. How upset. much did he charge? I think it was like five or ten bucks for a signature.
3: What? What a. Hold on. I'm gonna... Why
2: did he do that? I. <laughs>
3: I have a theory. <laughs> Great question. I, no, I'm, I'm with Because I want
2: to point this out. I want to highlight Kim jong ji and Katsuya, what's his name? Taneda? Tarada. Tarada. Who are, one are, uh, Kim jong jis from Korea, and, uh, and, and the other guy whose name I keep mispronouncing is from Japan. Um, and if you buy a book from them, they will do a sketch in it for free. Yeah, these are like leg- like some of the best Kim- artists in the world. Kim Jong ji
1: has two Instagram accounts. One of them is for is just for United States people. It's like Kim Jong ji US. It's a verified account with one point one million followers just for his American account. this his
3: Twitter, you said or his Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And this
1: this guy, his Alex introduced me to him. he, he does these amazing Heavily detailed freehand marker drawings that are just mind blowing. They're so fucking cool. Insane. He doesn't pencil them. He doesn't outline them. He just puts marker to paper and just creates these masterpieces. And they're awesome. And the 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 year that Alex introduced me to him was when he was selling this joint sketchbook with him and Katsuya Tarada. So I bought it, and he's just like, it was like twenty five bucks, and he does he fucking sketched this awesome thing in it for free. Like, that's a -a one-of-a-kind work of art this guy put in my book. I saw Katsuya Terada this year, and I knew he was going to be there, so I brought that sketchbook. I put this on my Instagram, and I just went up to his book, his booth, and was like, hey, I have this. I I have Kim Jong-ji did a sketch in it. Would you do a sketch in this? He was like, oh, absolutely. Took it from me, starts doing a sketch, and I talked to the woman working in his booth. I'm like, how much is it for the sketch? He's like, oh, nothing. I didn't even have to buy anything from his booth, and he did a -a one-of-a-kind sketch in it. And so that this is this is the shirt I'm wearing right now I bought from his booth this is one of his drawings. So you, yeah
3: you so bought just, something to make good. Yeah.
1: Yeah
2: and and, and that's like that's the mentality that I see with a lot of like high-end artists um that people will be like oh yeah if you buy like you have such an appreciation for someone like Kim Jong-ji or Katsuya who do those sort of things who are who are who are creating a very positive fan experience. And then you get your Tom King. And then you get Tom King, who this Eisner-winning writer piece a, of shit is a <laughs> is a decent writer, is a decently sized writer. He has a lot of credits within the comic book industry. Admittedly, I would not put him at a level of like Kim jong Ji or Katsuya uh, Tarada. Tarada, yeah.
3: How late would you be? Would you how how much of a lateness would you put up from those authors or? From, comic book from writers Katsuya or
2: whatever, or or, or Kim Jong. Yeah, like um, say you waited three. You waited three I, hours for Tim. Kim, Tom they Kim. I like, sit very, at their booths all day. I very, I'm very confident I would never run into that with either of them because, like he just said, they sit at their booths all day. They do sketches for people who buy books from them all day. That is, they maybe take a lunch break or go do their panels, obviously, but. That convention, that is their job. This is, they're like, this is what we're doing. This is our convention. And I get if Not everyone wants to have their Comic-Con like that. But I was very bummed out as a fan to wait in line for a signing at Comic-Con, an event that we... That's like, there's already kind of pre-agreement that, oh, you're coming to this convention. I'm coming to this convention. I'm making effort to come here to get a book signed. I feel um, like...
3: You, I wonder. I, excuse me, I do like, I wonder if the person, like if the the guy who doesn't charge any money makes more money than the guy who shows up late three hours. Well, and charges he money. doesn't.
2: He didn't show up. He was true up about forty minutes late. But uh, I definitely. Wait, would who? Say,
3: I uh, thought you said this guy, Tom King, showed up three. Like, he, he showed he's up. Was supposed to be there at eleven thirty. Was supposed to
2: be there eleven thirty. Showed up at twelve ten. We didn't get out. Like the line didn't. We didn't get out of line until a little after two. That's when we finished. Oh, oh, he showed up 40 minutes but late. But the line though. wasn't that long, right? No, the line was about 100 people. He was just taking kind of time with people. Hmm, all right. I'm so, hearing the well, story But what's your theory different.
0: for why he charged?
2: So why he charged, I have, there's two ideas. One, he could have just charged. That could have just been him being like, I want to charge. The other thing because was. Because you're getting
0: four things signed.
2: Um, maybe, but he said they charged him for wow. each individual signature. So I wasn't like $20 for oh, the okay. signatures. Yeah. So it wasn't, that was the, impre- okay, that so was it wasn't what I was Just drawing. that one item. Okay. It wasn't just the that, one. Now
0: item. things make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it
2: sounds like a hundred people I it was, times five bucks.
0: I thought it was just your I don't he the you know, your item that he charged for.
2: No, it was everyone. Oh, that pussy Alex. Okay. Uh yeah, yeah. That, give me give me 10 bucks. That fucking <laughs> asshole. Oh, yeah, Alex. I'd, I'd be Fuck him, so pissed off. I would be fucking furious yeah. if he charged me and no one else. That'd um, be great. <laughs> that would be such a dick. <laughs> he just picks out like one random
3: person per car. You get fucked. Actually, I want $20 from you. I'm yeah. <laughs> not on your book. Unless you pay me twenty dollars, you have to punch yourself right in the now. dick in front of me, and then I'll sign your book. And he, I want a twenty dollar bill. I don't want two tens or four or fives or any bullshit. The
2: other me. theory I have is that he was like at because it was in Artist Sally, and it was his booth. It wasn't like signing at someone else's booth, where like you know if you if if an artist signs at some other booth, they might be getting paid there, and then the booth might charge money to recoup that loss or whatever. Um. But he was at his own booth. It was like the Tom King, like Artist Alley booth, but it still had like some sort of art company that he might have been affiliated with that required charging for some reason. It could have been like the deal he had, but I don't know why a writer would be partnered with like an like a original art selling company. Yeah. Either way, it's lame. It was lame. Like either way, it's a bad fan experience. It's a bad. It's like someone who had an interest who. Either way, you got Tom King's D
3: in your butt. I got yeah, yeah
2: and I have a, I have the signed copy, which will sit on my shelf, and I probably won't read it now. So I, I uh, really showed him my yeah my day Gave him all two that fucking money. My Sunday, I I didn't get
1: too much sleep because of the the happy medicine. Mm-hmm. So I I was functioning off of like four or five hours of sleep but still pumped on the thrill of the of the convention and sunday was my my spending day so i got these tiki glasses we're drinking out of now yep i was with
2: you for both the, of them
1: for the birthday beverages i got this this hellboy tiki glass and that star wars death star it looks like a coconut. It's like a tiki coconut. Yeah. It's adorable. Made to look like the Death Star. It, it is adorable. It kicks ass. And because we were at the Star Wars booth for a little bit and they had they had one a giant tiki bowl modeled after the Millennium Falcon, but that was $125, so there was no way I was buying that.
2: It was very shareable though.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was meant to be, you know, have you ever gone to a tiki bar and they get those giant bowls? And, the, and then you put, like, eight straws in it. Yeah. And the center Fish of it's, like, almost? burning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It, That's what the Millennium Falcon one was. Okay. It, which was cool, but, I mean. $120 is cool. I don't know about that. Of course not. And it's, you know, I, I buy my shit for practical reasons. We're, we're drinking out of these fuckers right now. I'm not leaving them in the box. You, you, think, yes. you think I'm putting the Millennium Falcon out here with, a, with like, five Mai ties in it, and we're all sipping out of it up, uh, with our own straws? Depends what CGC is. I would is. love that if you did. <laughs> really, Shuddy. Nope. All right, hey, I'd share. I'd share a, a tiki drink with you, Shuddy. Yeah,
0: I'd well, share one with you too.
1: Good luck with herpes, you guys. I would drink it out of your butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so th- so but how that many else comic I, I got? Would you say? Oh, I got. Right, uh, right, I got right, this done. shirt. I got a Hellboy shirt. I got a couple exclusive variant cover comics for Black Hammer. I got this cool Frankenstein comic. Black Hammer. I got uh, a cool Venom comic done by an artist that Alex and I like and a writer that we both like that we oh, both yeah. didn't even know existed.
2: Yeah, it was like this weird mashup of like, oh, I love this writer. Oh, I love this artist. Oh, this is $10. Yeah,
1: so that was a cool little find. That was very a, nice. A Venom run from 2014 that we didn't even know existed. And uh, I think that that's fucking it. That's right? It? That's yeah, it. You, I didn't. You this didn't was not easy. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't spend nearly the amount of money that I usually do at Comic Con. I didn't go crazy either. I came close. There was something I wanted, and I pulled I I pulled off. I you didn't were get
2: you were so close. You were teetering.
1: Yeah, but I made I made the I made the responsible grown up decision. That wait, what old. was the non grown up decision again? The non grown up decision would have been to spend recklessly, spend the money on it. Oh uh, well, yeah. I'm happy. What you... was it? It was an original drawing of Hellboy by Mike Mignola.
0: And how much was it?
1: It was 500 bucks. Oh. I know. <laughs> Tell them
2: how much those Who's pages the Who is Mike Mignola? Trigger.
1: Mike Mignola is the creator of Hellboy, the writer and the artist. That at least is cool. Tell
2: them that how much the original dramatized. pages were.
1: We we found a dealer cuz like, you know, you know those pages that I framed on the wall over there, like when when an artist draws a page for a comic. They're on like a, this big one sheet. They're way bigger than they are when they're actually printed, and then they just save all those. They they yeah, get colored
2: like eleven by seventeen.
1: Yeah, and they get colored like either digitally or on a reprint. So that initial black and white sketch and ink stands alone, and the artists usually retain those and either sell them themselves or through an art broker. So we found this place that had original pages from Hellboy books, drawn by Mike Mignola. Wait.
3: Oh, can I guess the price? Yeah, twenty three thousand dollars. It's a little high. <laughs> okay, good. I'm happy. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, wait. Um, Thirteen hundred. were like twenty three hundred, ah. and then they had some covers that were like six thousand. I was closer. If I kept guessing, I would have got there. <laughs> Shuddy boy, we found a booth that had original Jack Kirby pages. I think I know that Holy
0: name. shit. And how much did those go for? Didn't he kill Oswald? S-
1: surprisingly low for some of them. We found one page that was $1,200, and it was a Jack Kirby original, which was kind of mind-blowing. But overall, I I enjoyed the con. I'd say it was a 3- 3.75 you
3: out took, of 5. You took 3.75 Comic-Con dicks. How many? How many would you suck? I think I'm going four. Oh my god! You got spit roasted by Tom King and <laughs> I know, CGC.
2: Yeah. Pretty fucking much, man. I, that's
1: that's a sentence I never thought would come out of Jeff's mouth, making CGC and Tom <laughs> King references. Yeah, I don't really even know what I just said, but
2: I hope it worked. I mean, I think we complain about it because that's funny, but that's true. They're. It was a good time still. Like I think both of us walked away being like, we had a dope-ass vacation. Yeah,
1: and I potentially got a parking ticket in San Diego. You might have. I might have a parking that. ticket. You I don't, to to I don't know. You, and you guys How brought me a gift. Because we, we took my car somewhere, and as we were driving, I noticed something underneath my windshield wiper, and I was like, do I have a fucking ticket? And Alex was like, no, I think that's just some advertisement. And when we parked, I got out, and I'm like, it is a fucking ticket. And I open up the envelope and there's no ticket inside. It's just an empty envelope. Oh man. So I don't know what to do. Oh man. Yeah.
2: Well, luckily Someone you could use this in court now of knowing like, hey, I didn't get the ticket. I can play my podcast. But it's that's dated.
1: That's not an excuse. You can't be like, I didn't know it was illegal to murder.
2: No, that is an excuse. You can get out of tickets being I mean, like, I never got one. Like how can I pay thing a thing I didn't get? But why get
1: wouldn't everybody just say that then?
2: Because, not, like, does it say people do a jury duty, notices? it says I didn't get a jury duty notice. That's why it wasn't a jury duty. People are just dumb and don't do that. Well, I, I, legit, I
1: legit got an empty fucking envelope. No ticket inside, but it was like, make your payment out to blah, blah, blah.
3: I feel like I don't believe either one of you.
2: I don't think. What? Yeah, people, I know people who do that for jury duty. They just go, when they get called for, Jury like, duty is way different. Yeah, I don't ever. Than, like, tickets. Yeah, but but
3: a parking ticket doesn't that shit just accrue over time? It, it and then, but, but I think
2: you can eventually just go with the excuses. I I didn't get it. Like
3: yeah, but I think eventually when you renew your license, they're gonna be like, well, all right, now you owe us four hundred bucks. Yeah,
2: Kevin's gonna have like a bench warrant in San Diego. Oh man, I
1: can't have that. I
0: got family
3: down
1: <laughs> he's there. He's
0: gonna get arrested Next on year his when way he goes to to the way to Comic Con. He's gonna come out. His car's gonna have a boot on it. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna scan my. I'm gonna scan my ticket in to get into the convention center, and they're just gonna arrest me.
2: They swarmed. It's been a sting operation. <laughs> get him. Good work, guys. Shut the calm down. Hello Kitty like bursts out, and it's got like actually a commando.
1: Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting taken out in cuffs by fucking Thor yeah. and Spider Man. Just yes. some
2: shitty SWAT cosplay.
1: <laughs> so Jeff, you've got yourself a little item over there.:
2: Yeah, yes.:
3: uh, Alex, why don't you explain to the listeners what this up. is and explain to me what it is. Yeah. So
2: people who are familiar with the film "Snow Piercer" will remember that early on in the film, that the people in the back of the train, they're given these kind of protein bars as their food. And early on in the film, they come to learn it's just made out of like bugs. And there's a Snowpiercer prequel TV show coming out. So, to promote the show, uh, they gave out cricket bars, cricket protein bars. And I had some of my friends, but I saved mine so you guys could try it on the podcast. And I. Is it really cricket? It is really cricket. It's ground-up crickets, and it's, like, peanut butter and jelly-flavored.
1: Oh, there's jelly? Oh, I'm in. So How does it smell for you? It
3: smells really crappy. I'm not excited about it. <laughs> it smells like, I don't know, shitty Chinese food, almost. <laughs> or kind of like dog food, really. Um but I've read place I've read in like fitness journals or magazines that cricket protein is like the wave of the future because it's so I mean they do reusable or whatever you don't have to like they sell
2: cricket bars at like Whole Foods and stuff like that's a real thing
3: yeah no cricket cricket protein I'm surprised you never heard of this or you don't sell it at your acai Bowl shop shuddy you don't have cricket protein yeah by you? people throw a few cricket nope. sprinkles on. I've heard of this before, so I'm not excited. I'm, but I'm not excited. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in. I told you Crunchy, and that makes me feel... That's hanged. the worst part of it,
2: because yeah. you just know what it is. Would you have rather known later or now? No. I mean, it said
3: Cricket on it. I know what cricket, I know cricket protein is a thing. I mean, I could have Yeah, taken... but
0: no, If <laughs> would you rather not know that it was cricket is what he's asking.
3: No, because he was going to say this to me. He was, or he asked me this earlier. Would I be willing to eat something that I didn't know what was in it? So he would probably unbag or unpackage this bar and hand it to me.
1: No, why? that's how you get tricked into eating
2: dicks. I don't even want
3: to fucking swallow it. This is kind of gross.
2: Yeah, it's not good. Oh, the studio did not hire professional chefs to make this. Um, I'm a fat bastard. I'm hungry, so I'm going to finish it.
3: You're going to finish it? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> okay, so I want to know
2: this. What do you think of the peanut butter and jelly taste to it? Yeah, give
1: it a 1 to 100 uh, grade. I'd give it like a 6. Um, <laughs> I can I can
3: slightly taste peanut butter. I taste no jelly. The crunch is absolutely terrifying because, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's cricket protein. Have like, you tried amino- it, Kevin? I have not tried yeah, it. Yeah, you want a bite on the other end?
1: Uh, Do it. it. Yeah, happy All birthday. Right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. This is my birthday cake.
3: Oh, oh. God. Yeah, you're, you are had to help him with that.
1: Got it. I stopped the recording on it. Oh, oh I dropped the fucking turd bar. All right. Let's see what's up. Maybe you'll like them more than me. Maybe I'm being a pussy. Cricket bar.
3: I feel like you're going to handle this better.
1: Um, yeah, the crunch is definitely unnerving because you know it's made out of crickets. So all you're picturing is like cricket exoskeleton crunching in your teeth. Yeah,
2: It's technically shellfish, so there's a big warning that you shouldn't eat it if you are interested oh, really? in shellfish. Yeah, How can it be that different? What are you talking it's about? It's in the same, like I it's guess, bug. allergic category that if you are allergic to shellfish, you can have a reaction to crickets. Oh,
1: I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. I will say this. I for sure taste peanut butter and jelly.
2: You taste the jelly? Oh, yeah. Because I tasted the jelly, too.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, Jeff, I think you were freaked out.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. That's fair. I mean, is your score going to be higher than a 6 out of 100? Yeah. (laughs) It's not horrible. Really? It tastes, to me, it just tastes like, um... You can kill it. I'm going to eat one of these Oreos just to get the... shitty taste in my mouth
1: to me it tastes like a protein bar and i think protein bars are booty a so booty? i don't like it but it's not i'm not ready to barf it doesn't taste like bugs to me it tastes like a protein bar and i think protein bars taste like shit i mostly agree with you i'll give it a 30
3: okay now you're tripping <laughs>
1: <laughs> the crunch bums me out for sure
2: Oh yeah, that's the worst part
1: I'm, try- I'm trying to keep an objective And not think about crickets
2: I'm throwing this out now
1: Okay, that's a good idea I mean, he gave us a 30 Maybe he wants the rest of it for his birthday A little birthday snack I mean, I would rather eat that than like Human meat when we get to the apocalypse Well said, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree Good point, you got <gasps> me there Alright, let's review some movies Oh, yeah. I saw one movie. I'm curious. I want to hear yours because you saw Crawl. Yep. Right? The alligator movie. And that's directed by a guy who I really like. He directed um, High Tension, which is in one of my Hall of Fame Halloween movies. Uh, He also directed Mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland, which I I thought was really underrated. Uh, Piranha 3D. Wasn't a big fan of The Hills Have Eyes, but he directed that as well, the remake. So I, I like that guy. The remake. When was the original?
3: Am I In the tripping? 80s. Okay, all right. Yeah. It was longer. It was further back than I thought. I'm thinking of something else. I have no idea what this guy did. Three it's things. Like
1: Alexandra Aha, Aja.
3: Yeah. Al- yeah, Alexandra. Alexander Aja. I don't know. He's, he's French. Um,. Three things i like to mention before I get into the full review. I'm a huge Barry Pepper fan. He's been in...
1: I saw you tweeting that. I'm like, for a second, I thought you were talking about Brian Peppers, that like retarded guy who was like a meme. That's not cool. Like 10 years ago? Like
3: mentally uh, disabled or... No, he was like physically deformed. Oh, okay. Well. (laughs) Huge Barry Pepper fan. He's been in... Oh, just three, okay, bona fide Clark classics and one Fringe Clark classic. That's amazing. Careers got for himself
0: is sixty one. One of those movies.
1: Oh
3: Jesus,
0: sixty one oh, is mean, one of those movies.
1: That is a haunting meme, Kevin. Sixty one was like the original meme. You don't. No one knows Brian Peppers.
2: No, never heard of this. No, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Google either.
1: Google Brian Peppers. He was a thing. Um, sixty one Clark classic.
3: Saving Private Ryan and Twenty Fifth Hour is maybe on my top twenty list. Could even be closer to now, top twenty list, favorite Spike Lee movie of all time. Love Barry Pepper. Florida as a setting <laughs> makes the whole movie believable in the sense that they could go in any direction. You know, as we've learned through Shuddy's news uh on the Patreon for the past year or so long that we've been doing it. Whenever Florida shows up, you know some wild shit's going down. So you don't know what kind of directions they could take this. Meth heads, natural disasters, crazy alligators, police brutality, anything could be going down in Florida. Yeah. Uh also number three, I'm terrified of hurricanes, uh and animals. So that sets up an easy like just animals in general? <laughs> yeah, we talked about this in a recent podcast. I just Just a pussy. I'm yeah, I'm cool with dogs and then outside of that, like I'm oh, I'm just not for animals. I, like I,
2: the second it moves to hamsters, you're terrified. It's not even No, like ter-
3: I'm not terrified of like his sugar glider hamsters. I can't I'll fuck with a rabbit. I like horses because we can ride them. <laughs> <laughs> but like, outside of that, I like cows because they're burgers. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Outside of that, like, I'm just not down to interact with an animal. Um, and being that alligators are the villain of crawl, it again it sets up for an easy. Terror horror spike for me. I know you're not into horror.
2: Now let me ask this real quick. Did you see that Megalodon shark movie? The Meg. The Meg. Yeah. The Meg. No, I didn't. It I got saw pretty the good Meg. reviews. I was. I wanted to see how it compared to something like this because it's a similar vein idea, like, and like a monster movie. Well, how does it compare animals. to Lake
3: Placid? I didn't see Lake Placid. I didn't. I should have. Um. I'll never rewatch this movie. I'll I'll say that. Um, so that I I just came up with this rule. But if you admit that you'll probably never rewatch a movie, don't you have to deduct it at least one star off the top? That's what I'm going with, at least in my head. <laughs> uh, it was 87 minutes long. That's it. You really? I don't know if you know this, Alex. You you probably would if you've listened to the podcast for a while. But I I really appreciate a short movie within two hours if you can spit it out within two hours uh I, i'm excited and 87 minutes was absolutely perfect there's only so many times someone can swim away from an alligator successfully before it's just like all right this is fucking garbage so i'm happy that he went with 87 minutes the predicament and how they got in the situation with the alligators was understandable in a sense like he was trapped underneath the house that he was selling because him and his wife were about to get a divorce. He left his, up, his phone upstairs, and there was alligators in the basement. Whatever. I I, I understood it. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a trip, and I'm down. Um, and and again, I think, not again, but I think like hurricanes are a terrifying thing, and there hasn't been a lot of good hurricane movies. You ever seen the movie Twister with, I think, Helen Hunt? Yeah, it's a her, the, the, tornado the the tornado movie. Yeah. It's a good tornado movie. Yep. You ever see the movie Volcano? <laughs> yeah. Fucking awesome movie. And Volcano Volcano in Los Angeles. That's ridiculous. But like hurricanes happen all the
2: time. People get trapped in them. Would you count like general storm movies as hurricane movies? Like the day after tomorrow is like a storm movie. Kinda. But I, I wanna see But like you want hurricane specific
3: Hurricane in Florida, in Louisiana, places that get affected by Like
1: hard rain, the Morgan Freeman and Christian Slater movie. Yeah, now we're talking.
3: <laughs> now we're talking. Um I thought Pepper and his daughter's relationship thought that was like a little forced and their issues really just didn't have much room in the movie. But again, for a fifth time, terrified of hurricanes, terrified of alligators, and like how they did it with the alligators, red eyes, that was a little lame, but how they did it with the alligators and overall, and just like how vicious some of the kills were, I thought it was pretty
2: so good. So it was pretty gory.
1: Yeah. It, well, it, Ale- Alexandra Aja has like gruesome fucking kills in his movies. I don't think it was excessively gory, but what it did was the like, trick. What was like one pretty good kill
3: i mean like i thought every kill like the alligators like you see them munching on the people it's just like fuck fuck dude like you're wa- i don't know i thought it was intense in that sense i thought he really the brought alligators it look good oh he's munching him see the uh, the the alligators look good aside from their eyes were too red that kind of that kind of hurt distracted you yeah it distracted me i i didn't like for that but i'll give this one I'll give it a three seven five out of five. I was teetering. Wow, on that might th- be one of the better movie reviews you've given in a while. I'll give it. I was teetering on giving it a three five or three seven five. I really respect the eighty seven minutes. Like you got me in and out. Like there are alligators. There's some tension with a daughter and a, and a uh, daughter and a father. And they're just it was a tight project. It it really was and. I don't know. Like, I'm, I guess I'm I'm factoring in just the whole experience and, and and all when I'm saying 87 minutes. But I thought I thought it was pretty good. All right. I don't know. Maybe it just got me in a good mood.
1: I want to check it out because I completely forgot that was that director's movie. So I've I have renewed interest in it. I this is how big of a Barry Pepper
3: fan I am. I, I had no idea who the director was. I've never seen any of his movies. I don't know who his daughter is or any of it in that movie. I just I like Barry Pepper. I hit him up on, I don't know if you saw, I hit him up on Twitter.
1: I did see that. Uh, and then I saw you giving it a shout out in Slack and everybody was like, who? Yeah, I know. No one fucks with Barry Pepper like that. No nope. more, <laughs> more Brian Pepper fans.
3: Oh, man, I'd almost like to do a poll inside our Slack. Which Pepper is more popular,
1: Barry or Brian? <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling option C is going to win with who? <laughs> How dare you guys. Uh, I went and saw a horror movie as well. Uh-oh. I saw Midsummer. That was horror. Have you seen the trailers for that? I haven't. No, I didn't even know it was
3: horror until I until you just mentioned that.
1: It got a bit of a buzz when the trailer first came out because it's really fucked up and twisted, and it's the the guy who did Hereditary, the writer and director of Hereditary, that was his first movie, and uh, Midsummer is his sophomore effort and hereditary i really enjoyed and it was weird and artsy and unsettling and creepy and midsummer was right in line with it so it, it basically follows this girl who just suffers a horrible tragedy and her asshole boyfriend and his buddies are going with one of their college friends to this to sweden for, like, a summer solstice celebration in his, like, commune village. There's a black guy in it? Oh, there no. is, yeah. Bl- the black dude from The Good Place. I wonder if he makes it. Uh, so, they they set out to go to this, like, solstice celebration, and it, it quickly becomes known to them that they are in a cult. Like, they're at, like, a cult party. Yeah. And the... fucking rituals these people do are just utterly bizarre at first they're just like charmingly bizarre and then it gets all right this is weird and then it's like okay that was absolutely fucking horrifying and then it just keeps going from there like they're just trapped there
2: they're like we'll let them leave
1: it's well that what happened like when they first get to the general vicinity. They get out of the car, and everybody eats mushrooms. And they do a really good job with recreating the visuals you see when you're on mushrooms.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Like,
1: they're in a field, and she looks up at this tree, and the bark on the tree trunk and the branches is just slowly flowing like water, and everything's kind of just, like, breathing and pulsing. Does
2: the whole movie take place over the mushroom trip, or is it, like, over days? Over days. Okay. But... For some
1: reason, they mix in... There's a lot of hallucinogens mixed in. Okay. And it's just... Everything about it is just creepy and unsettling. And, like, what the chick goes through in the beginning... It's the same thing with Hereditary, which is why I wanted... Like, I was really pulling for Toni Collette to get a fucking Oscar nomination for Hereditary. Because she goes through something and the, the director, like Ari Aster, I think is his name, is really good at getting grief out of people. So... When she just has a complete mental breakdown and just cries her eyes out, you feel kind of, like, crushed along with her, and you get the same thing with this chick in it. And what she goes through is so fucking creepy. Like, I don't know, this guy is a powerhouse, as far as I'm concerned. Like, he's got two movies, and both have been amazing, as far as I'm concerned. The director, you're saying? Yeah. Ari Aster? Yeah. And Hereditary came out a year ago, so in two years, he's made two awesome horror movies. I actually liked Midsummer more than I liked Hereditary. Did it have a
2: good ending? Like, did it have a satisfying, conclusive ending? Or did it feel... There was a bit of it that
1: I saw coming. I don't know if everybody got that same impression, but I still liked the way it ended, even though I kind of guessed that was how it was going to end. But you walk out of there feeling unclean. Oh, God. And uh, I was, like, sweating it's intense man and it's and it's not like wall-to-wall horror it's there's no jump scares in it whatsoever it's just a mounting creepiness yeah and there were parts in it i I don't want to spoil anything because it was so cool going into it just so clear-headed and not knowing much about it the and and it was a fucking it was a wednesday night and this movie's been out for a couple weeks and the the theater was for some reason packed and it people they got a big reaction out of people like when fucked up stuff happened people were like yelling and not like people always yell in a jump scare these weren't jump scares it was just what what was happening on screen was just so fucked up that people were like Hi hey! <laughs> sounds I, good though it kicked ass i i like and it's funny walking out of there i was like i can't tell if jeff would have liked this or not uh-uh. cuz it's it's not I'm it's not traditional horror like it's like, most of it happens in the, in like the like bright of day like it's all sunny and bright through the whole movie. That's what I picked up in the trailer.
3: Yeah, like there's not a
1: lot of darkness
3: so it's it, almost got you off balance the whole time, Yeah, because
1: huh? it's because it's also taking part in that time where it's like only dark 2 hours out of the night. Right. 2 hours out of the day? Okay. It's it's if you're looking for something like, refreshing that you haven't seen before. It's not the same retreaded old bullshit. It's awesome. It was so unique.
3: That is kind of cool, actually.
1: I thought it kicked ass. I'm... 4, 4.25 dicks. I think it rocked. I had, I had a couple people, like, DM me on Instagram being like, holy shit, that movie kicked ass. And some people are like, the movie sucked. There was barely any gore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but hey. there, there was one violent part right. that... Was so fucking violent, it covers violence for the entirety of the movie. It was nasty. All right. I kicked ass. Oh, I almost barfed. Shuddy, did you see anything? No.
2: Alex? <laughs> I, before I came here, I... have to not ready, been
0: to the cinema in a while.
2: I did catch Spider-Man Far From Home before I came out to L.A. And uh, you know what? I, I'm, you guys have covered it already, I'm guessing, but I liked it. I was a big fan, like four out of five dicks. I didn't like the smoke monsters or the uh, element elementals. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like those either. I thought they were lame and I thought maybe it was a little long. Like I feel like it probably could have taken 15 minutes or so out. Uh, But I felt like it set up Marvel phase four in a very interesting way. And it set up Peter Parker for Marvel phase four in a very interesting way. And I liked Mysterio. Mysterio was cool.
1: Yeah, me too. Quick review. All right. I think that just about does it, right? Hells yeah. That's
2: all Next I week, are you oh. going to go
1: see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Jeff? I w- yeah, I actually want to make...
3: Um, so fucking excited for I wa- that movie. I wanted to talk to you about this. Is there any way we can issue some homework? Shuddy, can you get out to the cinema and we all watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and come back with a spoiler? Yeah, I think
0: we can, I, we can make that happen.
3: Are
1: you excited about that, Shuddy?
0: Yeah, I think that looks like a very good movie. Uh, yeah.
3: So do you um yeah, Kevin, I was I was gonna hit you up about power movies later this week about that. Maybe we can coordinate a viewing experience together, but I'm down to see that. This is This is Quentin Tarantino's last chance for me. <laughs> if this movie if I don't enjoy this movie then I'm done making I'm done having his movies be appointment viewing
1: for me. I'm not going to no, make... You're not going to go see his Star Trek, his R-rated Star Trek movie? Oh.
2: Is that moving forward? Yeah. I'm not oh interested. Oh my god. I'm very excited because I don't It's either going to be so good or so bad.
1: The the rumor is he he's saying it's pulp fiction
2: in space. What against this? <laughs> I, I...
3: I want, uh, so Zachary, he only does
2: practical effects, though. So is he going to do visual effects for this? Is that, that would be my big question. Is Zachary Quinto or whatever, the, or Scott Pine going to be in it? Oh, Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto and Zoe I got, Saldana.
3: I got one of the names right. Yeah, or any like of Simon Pegg? I don't Simon think. so. I don't know.
2: I I mean, yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to cover the same like standing I mean, just cast. Once
3: upon, if he if he fucks this up, Charles Manson movie oh. with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, I'll be disappointed. And
2: uh, a Bruce Lee character. That's right, which I'm real fucking excited about. Can you
1: guys spin the tires for like thirty seconds? Does
2: he look enough spinning, like spinning, Bruce spinning. Bruce Lee in the movie? For he you does.
3: Though? Does it, he? Because I felt like he didn't look enough Bruce Lee like for me.
1: I
2: I think it's really hard because I don't know. Like I think Bruce Lee has a very distinct way of standing that I think is hard to mimic. I don't. That fair enough. That seems kind of weird, but. Um, as someone who watches a lot of old Bruce Lee movies, who I mean, there's really only four, but as someone who was watching a Bruce Lee movie on the flight here, I think they got his hair right, and I think they got his physique close. Did you watch? um, His hair is
3: usually the thing that's kind of like make or break. I you, feel. Did you see Grindhouse with Death? The Death yeah, Proof Deathproof
2: and Planet Terror. So a stunt, a stuntman, Mike. Is he in this movie? I don't think so. I well, I don't think so. I don't think they're because Kurt Russell's in this, right? You saw the trailer. Yeah, I don't think he's stuntman Mike. It's just Kurt Russell. Well, yeah, it wouldn't make sense in the timeline because no, but Death Proof because all his movies do kind of like unite cinematically, like they all have the the same brand of cigarettes or whatever. Right.
3: Yeah, they have I don't know common things or whatever. It's See, this is what I don't even. This is why I don't really trust IMDb. Is once upon a time in Hollywood has a nine point five out of ten on eight thousand reviews. Mm-hmm. How?
2: How is that? Didn't come out yet, right? I mean, it's probably like early screen. Because there's a few early screenings. Like there were. Some yeah, they did LA. screenings at the Light this weekend. hundred. All right,
3: whatever. All right, fine. Whatever.
1: I just got a birthday present from jason ellis
3: so kurt ran- it just
2: arrived kurt russell's
3: yeah. randy do you want to unbox it on the podcast or do you want to wait yeah
2: see what's up i'm curious it's from jason yeah if he jumps- texted
1: me as we were doing the show like asking what my apartment number was and i texted him the number back and i'm like wow what's up he's like oh just getting you a birthday present i was like oh thanks dude and then he just texted me now saying like delivery's there so i was like wait <laughs> what so i ran out there and sure enough there's some lady waiting at the gate
2: Really? Man,
3: this is this
1: is what happens if we got a
3: superstar friends. What did he get you? <laughs> it's a nice box. They can, they like it looks like cool. a fancy gift. They like can he got up, you. Yeah, they can set up cool deliveries. Yeah, what I can't really see the box. Lift up
2: the box for Jeff. It's got a sparkly ribbon. Oh nice. It looks like it's fancy lingerie. Oh my goodness.
3: Is it a CGC
2: graded thing?
1: It's candy. No. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what? birthday cake cookie dough bites okay <laughs> oh, with sprinkles soccer balls Was that like gummy chocolate oh uh dirt soda <laughs> dirt flavored soda
2: you had crickets tonight <laughs> yeah
1: you can wash it down with your oh, dirt soda man look at this all this candy a package of NHL Pro Set 1990s NHL cards. Well, need hopefully, you got a Mario Lemieux uh, or. What a weird thing.
3: Good <laughs> clue. A Mark Messier in there. Oh, gummy chicken feet. Oh, you're killing it. Those are good. I like those. I'm going to steal some of these things. Some Probably candy
1: the- cigarettes. Abazaba sour taffy. Oh, a giant gummy gator. Oh. That thing's the size of my forearm.
2: You can crawl into your mouth.
1: Chocolate bar made out of a million dollar bill. Doomsday lemonade.
2: Is this also made of dirt? You might is. have to Another butt chuck that. This <laughs> is so dark. It's so gray. A couple yeah.
1: sugar daddies, a gum a gum cigar. It has Kim Jong un on the label. Root beer candy. And beer flavored jelly bellies. Oh my goodness. Oh,
0: Wow, That is a haul. That was a very thoughtful gift
1: from him. Yeah, thank you, Jason Ellis. Wow. That kicks out. Oh, and there's another bag here. With more candy. Reese's. Oh. Reese's sticks. Now you're you're, you're killing it. A giant Reese's peanut butter bar. Have you ever had one of those? Yes. Those are delicious. They're amazing. It's all Reese's. Reese's pieces. Oh, and a Toblerone. The regular, which is
3: uh, delicious. Or they have the white chocolate. You got the white chocolate one? This is a white chocolate one. Baby.
1: (laughs) Now we're talking. And a violet crumble. Have you ever seen one of those? I've never heard or seen of it. It looks Looks like Canadian. Shattering candy coated honeycomb. It's honeycomb candy. Oh.
3: I'm interested. oh man, my wiener's hard. Those I'm excited for it. great ideas.
1: Well, we have to wrap this up so we can do the Patreon show and then get really stoned and eat this candy. Well, Pretty we gotta. Yeah, much. we
3: gotta make a dinner move as well. So oh, shit, yeah, that's right.
1: Order dinner before we start Patreon. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Damn, two hours. All right. Oops. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Go to riotcast.com. Check out all the other shows on this network. Hey, if you haven't done so. Go to iTunes, subscribe, hook us up with a five-star review. It really helps us out, helps us grow the show, and we kind of need it because we don't have big name value. All we have is a kick-ass podcast trying to rise to the top amongst this giant sea of poop. Um, And if you need more Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, go to patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour, and we've got the $5 tier and the $10 tier. Check it out a whole bunch of extra bonus content there waiting for you. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft.
0: At Shuddy Boy. At
2: Mr. Records. At MrAlexWilson.
1: And at MSPH Podcast. Um If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, call 201-472-0139. And uh, you can shoot your emails to MadScientist at RiotCast.com. <laughs> Shuddy Boy, you got anything?
0: Uh, I'm going to start mailing out shirts and stuff this week still waiting on patches and pins to arrive um you can still order patches pins and stickers at gmail.com uh and that's all I got for now
1: Alex you got anything to plug
2: uh I have a new sticks and this isn't a book it's a cry for help or available on comiXology and Amazon respectively bam uh so yeah check those out I guess do it friends but until next
1: time Oh, something.
2: Hey, Alpasso, taco shells, shredded cheese, shredded, shredded, yeah, just like lettuce
3: and ground beef. And like, shit, that I don't know. Me and Kevin grew up on. I'm sure.
1: Hey, check, check, check. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Jeff, can you talk into the mic? Yes. Your Uh, mic is not working.
2: I cannot hear Jeff.
3: Hear me roar. Hear me roar. Hello, Um, hello. I think I'm better, yeah. I'm getting some Jeff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Get some hot Jeff all over your face? Get some hot Jeff all over
3: me. You got full Jeff now.
2: Got Jeff. You've
1: just been Jeffed. But okay, I think th- I actually do have a button for that. A yeah. point that I made place, in
3: the video man. itself was just I don't think I'm not a taco. I, I'm not into taco shaming. Tacos can be good from all different types of pla- all different places. I've You're had like- delicious tacos out of trucks, out of shitty holes in the wall. You know how I gauge um,
1: food by its taste, right? <laughs> But I'm not saying all these pussies like, well, that's not a thing. you know, I I don't want to do
3: much what of up, a, a spoiler here, but not
1: much guys. How's it going?
3: If I told you Chilling. Burger King tacos, what would be your first thought?
2: Uh Cheeto dust. Um Okay. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs>
1: I like I like where you read that actually. Ninety eight percent preservative. Right. I
3: mean your your first thought wouldn't be like, Oh wow, I bet those are good.
2: No, I guess, yeah, it wouldn't be like, oh, that's like Taco Bell, you obviously... Oh, I can't wait to eat those.
1: (laughs) Well, most of the time, fast food uh, is just a step down from whatever it's doing.
2: I'm
0: actually shocked that that seems weird to you guys.
2: Taco Bell or Uh, Burger King tacos?
0: Yeah, because Jack in the Box has tacos that seem to be a hit with people out on the West Coast.
2: Doesn't Jack in the Box just... They're kind of like one of those, like, they're like Sonic. They kind of have like a, a one of everything sort of place. I felt like, like you go to KFC, you get chicken. You go to McDonald's. I mean, they have chicken, but I, most people go to burgers or whatever Burger King. I
3: hear what you're saying, uh, but I hear what Shuddy's saying too. The Burger King tacos are very reminiscent of Jack in the Just mind.
1: Fucking are they? Pushy. Yeah.
3: I don't want I can't talk too much about it because it's coming I just out. Do it. I got to do it? Tomorrow and release it tomorrow. But which Bert one has tacos. which fast food place? In your opinion, has the best no.
2: sauces?
3: I don't know. I feel like you have an answer. You should just tell me. I don't really I don't have know. an answer. Like I oh, mean, really? like
0: let's say you're grading. I have an answer. Hey, I, have a, I have something. I
3: got some new Oreos. Ooh. Ooh. Look at these fuckers. We're having like a multiple front snack attack. A little cocktail party. It's going off for Kevin's birthday. wish you could be here, Shuddy, but you're here in spirit. You're here in Skype. And I have something to ask you, Kevin, because I came here a little early. Uh, Well, I mean, I had the day off, so I knew Alex was here. Get the chance to hang out with him a little, even though I didn't take uh, advantage of that opportunity. But I want to come (laughs) here early and, and, and go with Alex to buy you a cake, birthday cake. And... He said that he pretty much already checked that box in way of birthday dessert, um, but he also said that you're not a huge cake fan.
1: Is that is that
3: true? Can you speak to that?
1: I'm not a huge fan of like Ralph's cake, like supermarket <laughs> yeah. cake. Okay. Yeah. Like, how would you? Because fi-
3: because I was gonna, I was gonna spitball if this you're with him.
0: Born, uh, I'm gonna. Go out on a limb and say I'm not a big fan of grocery store cakes uh, most of the time because they're if you get the buttercream icing it has like a weird texture.
2: It's like kind of they're whipped cream
0: cakes.
1: It tastes like it's been sitting out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we were at like a a restaurant or something, they had I don't know or like one of those Beverly Hills bakeries. Like those cakes are pretty good, but just like a like a Homemade Ralph. Your run-of-the-mill or cake. Ralphs. Whoa, what was that?
3: I, I love cake.
1: Whoa, I what the love. hell's
0: going on? Oh, you took a snapshot.
1: Oh, yeah, to beat off to later.
0: Thank you. Thank so, you for taking a snapshot of our Skype window.
1: I love cakes. Why is it oh. Skype-narkin on me? Yeah, for real. So these are the mint chocolate chip Oreos from mm-hmm. Baskin-Robbins. I think we've been seeing posts of these for a while.
3: Yeah, they've... By a while, I think you mean like two weeks, right? Didn't they come out July 1st? Or I don't know. That'd be three weeks I mean, I've, point, I've been actually. seeing
1: people teasing them. I think people are posting them in Slack being like, hey, did you see these are coming?
3: Well, yeah. I I read about them, I think, in, like the beginning of 2019. These are like fucking... Sometimes you get news on Jordans that are going to be released in November. You'll get it, the news in February. And that's the oh. kind of news that I got on these Oreos. So they I knew they were good. coming out for, for months. And... They passed the smell test. So here's the thing. I What think are
0: they? I'm sorry.
3: They're the mint chocolate chip Baskin Robbins Oreo cookies.
0: Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Now,
2: Baskin Robbins do other flavors? Is there like other limited edition Baskin Robbins And Oreos? hold
3: on, I'm happy that I, because I want to ask you about Baskin Robbins and Carvel or whatever. They're across the street, right? I was going I was thinking about getting you an ice cream cake, but there is, that,
2: is a Baskin Robbins across. I do the like
1: street. I do like ice cream cake. God damn like it. That, Son that Baskin Robbins yeah. has, like, the worst re- Yelp reviews I've ever seen for a place. They're all, like, everything has, like, frostburn. Everything's old and disgusting, and, like. I'm going to make. Up.
3: Can I make an argument on why that doesn't matter to me? Because you have a garbage palate? That's. Because you're yeah, a fat kid? That's. Yeah, that's part A and B of the argument. Part, <laughs> part C is those. Um. Countrywide, huge brands like McDonald's, like KFC, like whatever, they never do well on Yelp. They never do well with reviews. Like, no one ever goes, I feel like, to Yelp to positively review a McDonald's or Baskin-Robbins. They're just going to shit on it. So maybe they've had a couple of bad experiences, but I think the wise... And what
0: like, kind an of troll people uh, go on Yelp to put bad reviews for fast food restaurants.
3: You say what kind of what people?
0: Troll people.
3: I don't know. There's all sorts of weird trolls on the internet. Shuddy, you know this. Uh, no, I...
0: no, I know. I'm saying that... Oh, I see, I see. No, I, I. it was like, you know, if a fast food restaurant's dirty, what a shock.
3: Right. That's kind of my point, is that I feel like people... But those trolls. Baskin do...
0: Robbins food, ice cream has a little bit of frost uh, freezer burn on it. Not surprised. Like I mean,
3: sometimes you 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 win, and sometimes you lose in the game of basketball. Like Robbins. saying
0: how bad of a time you had at a soccer game because traffic getting into it was terrible.
3: Okay, all right, that's a shot at me, and I don't need to hear it. So let's go back to reviewing <laughs> these cookies. <laughs> mint chocolate chip. The here's the thing is that the mint. Oreo cookies? You've had those before,
0: right, Kevin? Yeah. they mostly talk about Oreos, I'm gonna go pee. uh, And so I don't eat my arm. Okay.
3: Anyways. The mint Oreos are just straight mint. Now, these cream are half mint, I think, with, like, little chocolate crystals in them, and then chocolate. I think that's important, because the mint Oreos, there was too much mint, and and while it wasn't overwhelming, it just didn't blend well with the chocolate cookie. Now you got to get you get a, you're cheating a little bit with the chocolate, but I like it. I like the <laughs> idea behind it.
1: Did you Did you eat yours already? Yeah, I ate mine like five minutes ago. You guys, You guys were all flapping your <laughs> cocksuckers,
2: gallivanting. What did you think? It's solid. I really like it. I think it's good. I agree with what you said that it. Isn't overpowering mint because that was going to be my concern going into it. I was like, oh, r- really minty things can kind of give you that toothpaste aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't. It leaves you kind of like chocolate, but with a little bit of refreshment. And the well aftertaste, said,
1: the aftertaste does kind of have the flavor of ice cream a little bit. It's weird. I was gonna, I was gonna say that as well. I feel like
3: if this makes sense, this is one of the creamier
1: Oreo fillings. <laughs> Shutty boy, did you just diarrhea into your computer?
0: No, but I farted into the microphone.
1: Good fart. That sounded like a fart plus.
0: No, it was there was no plus. I promise. I don't know, man. So you got a little
3: chocolate in these? I think they're solid. Um, definitely, the- they don't they don't rank in like the top five or ten though. Like this isn't cookie butter chocolate peanut you see butter that pie. Box again. Neapolitan. I need one more to judge it. Chocolate-filled cupcake.
0: That's not one of those. Well, that's good to know. That I'm not missing out
2: much. Oh, man. They are good. The box really makes it out to be more minty than I think it is. Like, the box has How a do they big compare... mint
0: scoop. I... I'm sure well this said. was said while I was gone... How do they compare in mintiness to the regular mint Oreos, Jeff? They're lesser diluted.
3: yeah because yeah, they're diluted Less. with some chocolate cream. It's like half mint cream half chocolate cream it's a okay it's a good change up in my opinion.
1: I say there's a a, a three point
3: eight
2: i I'm gonna say four We're four out all of five
3: Wow, we're all fucked up here. I'm gonna go sixty seven <laughs> <laughs> which is about a three point eight we're we're close oh wait no. No, nope, I'm off there. Anyways, pretty good. You also, and we're going to dive into this in the in the episode. Yeah. But you brought um, a, a Comic-Con treat from Comic Con, Comic Con, the Snowpiercer Cricket Protein Peanut Butter and Jelly Bar. I'm going to give that a try. Oh yeah. Should I say that for the main episode? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are I'd you ready so. to get into the regular one, or ready ready to get into the main episode now? I'd say so. Yeah, fuck it. From Los Angeles, California. We're the Mad
1: Scientist Party Hour. Oh wait, actually. Oh man. What's up? Beautiful. Hold on. Jump start. Sorry.
3: Oh, wait no. a second. False start. Oh, the oh, AC. Oh, the air conditioning. We've I... had one listener chime in on Slack and say it wasn't a problem. So, I'm going to go ahead and say by the thousands, if not millions
2: of listeners I mean, that have been silent on that? <laughs> I think we uh, broke into the India and China market.
3: I'll take the yeah, you're right. I think I think we'll take the billions of silence
1: over the one vocal, even though we should be honoring the one vocal more. I listened back and I could hear it. God damn it. So do you want to cue it up again, Jeff, or were you just rolling off of what
3: From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Science Party. Hour.